Hey everyone, quick note up top, we had a little bit of a bobo during the recording, so Steven's volume is going to come in a little low for the first 25 to 30 minutes, but after that it'll be corrected and you won't even know the difference. So enjoy the show. Sorry about that. From downtown LA, it's the Will Joy Gamer Show. You have made it to episode 177 of the Little Jolly Gamer Show podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steve. It's just us two today, Steve. Yep. I'm, I'm excited, dude. We, we have recorded last week. A lot of stuff has transpired. Yep. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Lots of stuff. Uh, but before we get started, this is a podcast that we talk about video games and video game related news, the games we've been playing. Wait, this isn't a sports cast? No, uh, this isn't the sports and politics cast. Sports and <laughs> Dude. Like, that's the podcast that plays in Brandon's house. Dude, well, I... You, 24 hours. I guess, I guess we could talk about... For, for reasons, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I was... I, I was asked to be on a uh, a radio show or like oh, yeah, a live a live show. Nothing to do with video games. Nothing to do with any of this. Uh, good news is I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> I, that's also a reason I'm very happy to be here right now. Is because I'm alive. Um, but I was asked to be on, and <laughs> it's like it was like NPR, you yeah. know. And, like uh, and they're like basically like, hey, uh, the producer called me, and they're like, hey, we're gonna put you on hold. Whenever the host. You know, it says your name and introduces you. Uh, you just start talking and say what you want to say. And I was like, okay, cool. And like, <laughs> so I, I I was on there, but but, went off the but, but like for ten to fifth, like it was about ten minutes before they put me on. I was just listening to these people just talk about just the most like political, like anti-Brandon stuff. It was like the most anti-Brandon. No, it was like people were just like. The host was having to be like, oh, okay, 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 yeah, 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 okay. Like, like, they're like, man, well, that's why Trump doesn't let the blah, 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 blah. I was like, whoa, hey, this has nothing, like, this, has, I don't want anything to do with this. But they took a break, and then they came back, and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, this horrible disaster happened, and we got this one guy who was involved, Brandon, what happened, and, I, and then I took it away from there. Which, by the way, killed it, just saying. Yeah. Uh, but, it yeah. Was, it was pretty good. I, I, I gotta say, I listened to it, um... Talk about your experience. The experience was, I guess, uh, give people some context. Is that they pile up on I. Yeah, dude. Well, man, it, it was such a. It, whenever you're involved in something like that, it's weird because it's like so surreal. I'm not keeping up with the news. I went home and I just I like went and laid down and like not contemplated life, but I was just like, holy crap, how am I like I did I came out unscathed. No scratches. You didn't even get a scratch. So like you were the, like one of the only people. In the middle of it, like there was accidents in front of you, accidents behind you, and you didn't hit anybody. Nobody hit you. Me and the four people. There was there was a lady that I almost hit in front of me. But you did. She she was fine. I was fine. And the two cars to the right of me because I I hit the brakes and drifted basically to from the rightmost lane to the leftmost shoulder, which is almost non-existent because it's on a bridge. Yeah. So it's just a bridge. I like, think that that stretch for I fifty five is just like. There's no shoulder. Well, I guess, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I'd be the talking. I didn't think I'd be talking about it again. But I guess for context for listeners, basically, long story short, it was a foggy morning, nothing out of the ordinary. It wasn't super fog, and oh, it so fog. so it was normal, right? You know. Really? And then I hit the bridge. You know, I, I was going east, and I got, I went southbound on I-55. I'm going south towards New Orleans because I gotta go to work down there. And then it's, I mean, it was dense. It was heavy, but I mean, the car in front of me was like five car lengths. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a really safe driver. 
uh, especially when it's foggy like that. I'm in a company vehicle, so I'm like exactly. I'm representing them. I was going 50. The speed limit is 70, mm-hmm. and about five car lengths ahead. It, all of a sudden, that car just vanished, and it got super dense. And that's because it was the Manchac River and Lake Moripal right there. Uh, and the water was, I think, or lack thereof because we were going through a drought as yeah. well. And there was a, a, a swamp fire going on at the same time. Yeah, so there was smoke, so smoke, all kinds of as stuff. soon as the car in front of me disappeared, I let off the accelerator. And then I'm talking, as, foot, as soon as my foot left the, get the accelerator... I just I, I just see taillights. Yep. And I slammed the brakes. I mean, it was slick on that bridge. It was slick. It was wet. I mean, I was... I stomped the brakes on that thing so hard. It's a little Nissan NV. It has tiny little tires. That thing was skidding to stop. And I was like... I was like, going to just stay in my lane. But I was like, oh, if I keep going, I'm going to collide with this guy. I turned a little bit. I was like, I'm going to collide with this guy. And then the lady pulled the maneuver to get around the other way too. I, at that point, hand on the e-brake, I was ready. And then I stopped. And then I look behind me, and I see cars starting to pile up behind me. So I threw my car in a park, pulled the seatbelt tight. I look at my rear view, and I just see a, a truck. I see a truck go up in the air a little bit and fall over on its side. Wow. And, like, once – I mean, it was skidding in collisions for, like, 30 seconds or more. Just – boom, boom, boom. And I was like – Holy crap! What's happening? I thought I caused it because I didn't, I couldn't see the people in front of me. I didn't I couldn't tell that they hit people. Yeah. So I was like, oh crap! I just cost my my boss his company. I just cost all my uh, fellow employees their livelihoods. It's well, all my fault. The good thing is though, Brandon, is that if you didn't hit nobody, it ain't your fault. Right. So I I wasn't oh yeah I wasn't thinking. I, I, the next thing that happened was I, I got out of my car. It's engine still running. Turn around and they, I've been playing a lot of Spider Man, so I feel real heroic. <laughs> So like I, I run back there and like I, I like started running like freaking um, uh, Brian O'Connor from Fast and the Furious. Whenever Johnny Tram falls off his motorcycle, I'm running. I point at this random lady. I just the, the the lady that was right behind me that took that TikTok that went yeah. viral. I pointed at her. I said, "Are you okay?" And she's she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I said, "Call the police." And then I jumped up on top of that truck and I just started trying to pull the door open. And because this guy he he must not have a seatbelt on. He was like balled up in the bottom. And so uh, all the... He was fine. Oh, my God. He was fine. And then so me and this other guy, he was like, man, he's like, can you get that door open? I was like, I can't. And he's he's telling the guy to unlock it. And I was like, I, you know, I got some tools. We can bust some windows out. Uh, and then out of the fog, I mean, it looked like Silent Hill on PS1. I'm yeah, talking, dude. it was like you couldn't see 15 feet ahead of you. People just coming out of the fog like 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 post-apocalyptic survivors. Jeez. This lady runs out. And she's like, hey, I'm with the fire department. I was involved. Here's what we need to do. Is everyone okay? I was like, yeah, there's a guy in this truck. She's like, okay, let's do this. And then we all just kind of banded together and they busted the windshield and got the guy and then we all checked on each other and once we figured out everyone was okay in our area uh we just kind of sat there for a while like we didn't know what to do i didn't yeah. want to walk any further up because i didn't know what was up there so i you know i got out my phone just to take pictures of the incident for my work report but also i was like well i might as well take videos no one's gonna believe the monday i'm having right yeah. i didn't realize how bad it was so i uh other than you know what was ahead of me i saw yeah. what was behind me so I got my phone out, and that's that video. Uh, I posted a TikTok, a little Jolly yeah. Gamer Show TikTok. Uh, <laughs> you can go follow us there. Um, but it's on there. It's a two to three minute video of me just walking straight to everything that was in front that's of me. so crazy. And, dude, tr- vehicles on top of vehicles, hey. a truck on fire, four vehicles that got burnt up, got fire. Oh, by the way, while, while we were trying to get this guy out of the truck, we heard, like, cannon fire. There was explosions going on in the front because that – that refrigerated truck was on fire and it started exploding. It sounded like cannon fire. We were like, what is that noise? And also, we thought someone flew over the um, 
the median on the other side because there was no traffic on the other side of the bridge. I was like, why is no one coming over here? Turns out they had a, a pileup on that side. Because, I don't know, it was crazy. It was insane. I was on that bridge for like almost six hours. That's crazy. Before we, I felt like oh I was there for 45 God. minutes. I feel like I was there in no time at all because just how it all happened. Really? So it, it felt like it was quicker. Because your yeah. adrenaline must have been pumping. Dude, I took that TikTok, that, uh, uh, that Snapchat I sent yeah. to y'all where my voice was shaking. Dude, yeah. I'm talking, my hands were like this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, what I got my accident, I felt like that too. It's just that, that, that's not uh, adrenaline, man. That adrenaline, your body doesn't know what to do with it. So it was got to burn this energy somehow. It was too much. And then, um, yeah, man, it was crazy. And then uh, they, they cleared out a way in the back. They were like, hey, if you can turn that little van around... You can go. You can get out of here. You just can't go south anymore. Deuces. And so that little dude, that little van's got a turning radius. I can turn that thing on a dime. Yeah. Turned it around, nice. zipped out, and I went home. I drove forty miles an hour all the way home. People okay. pass on Interstate Twelve. Everyone just. I don't and I was just like, I'm just gonna go slow. I don't and you. I mean, I would, I, I would like to sound macho and be like, it hasn't affected me, but it, it really has because. Well, yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's dude, I drove, dude. This so that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, just about. Uh, this past Monday, I had to go back to New Orleans. 55 is closed, so I went down all the way the long way. The uh, causeway? Uh, no, no, no. Um, okay. Because uh, no, I, I don't want to pay the toll. Uh, I oh, went, yeah, that's true. I went all the way down through like uh, Port Vincent, uh, Prairieville. Oh, okay, I got And you. then I had to stop by the office, pick up some stuff anyway. Uh, so I went down that way, and then it's another long bridge, and I started getting a little uncomfortable. Yep. And then it was foggy again, and dude, my chest... I. 100% uh, anxiety attack. Oh, yeah. Felt real tight. Felt like my chest was going like like this. Yeah. Like like my chest was caving in. Yeah. I felt like everything was going to hit me. I started like... Yeah. You know whenever you're about to cry and your throat starts hurting a little bit? I started getting that. I was like, come on, Brandon. Come on, Brandon. Come yeah. on, Brandon. I started breathing in my nose, out my mouth. In my nose, out my mouth. Uh, and then I made it to New Orleans. I made it there. Fine. But I was like, God, dude. Oh, PTSD. It's real. You, it's man. a real thing. It's, it's, it is a pain in the butt. I mean, it's just... Just to go through that, to experience that, is just something else. And then it's just going to haunt you for a long time, you know? But I'm going to say this much, though. And since this is a video game podcast, I'm going to say this. I think your video game reflex has kicked in. Dude, I guarantee it. You know why? We played Grand Theft Auto Online for yep. about 10 years. How many times we had to stop on the And look, like Jacob, I know Jacob's listening. How many times have we been selling those cars we stole? And you know, you, you see that guy. You know he's going to pull out in front of you. Like, you got to, you got to, if you get one scratch on them cars. There's a slam van again. You're going to, you're going to lose the value. You want to, yep. you want to get that 100% sale. I do. I think you're right. Video games saved my life. Y'all heard it. You're here, folks. When your mama tells uh, you that video games ain't good for you, you tell them. They say brain's out of life. <laughs> I think so. But uh, I'm not kidding, though. Like, in all honesty, though, like, video games give people those reflexes because no, absolutely. you've got to be like quick. Well, video games. games also teach you how to read patterns. Yep. They teach you how to look for things, how to, uh, as early as Space Invaders, don't shoot where it is, shoot where it's going to be. Yep. Um, Anticipate. Fighting a, uh, playing a fighting game of some kind. Getting, learning how to read what that person's going to do, not only yeah. in their head, but reading that character's animations. What's happening? How can you avoid it? What are your options? Do you dodge? Do you block? Do you uh, punish? You know, you have all kinds of different um, uh, avenues you can go to to, to change the outcome. You want to control it, yep. right? And you can do that. Like you can bring those to real life skills. I think it, I think you're. I agree, hundred percent. Yep. 
Uh, I did have an intro question for us, yeah. uh, but before we let's hear it before before we do the oh, intro question, I do want to say we had a poll. I'm starting to do polls on every episode that we do. Uh, nice. I pulled it up. I said, uh, which game are you more excited for? Super Mario Brothers Wonder or Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2 won with 75% of the vote, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder won with 25% of the wow. vote. Wow. That's some razor thin margins there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only four votes. <laughs> one of those is me. I vote for Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I think I'm the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, uh, no, my intro question was, hey, how was your Halloween, Steve? Uh, we, uh, Halloween was, uh, what, two days ago, three yeah. days ago? How's your Halloween? You enjoy it? Yeah, man. I mean, in all honesty, um, it went a lot better than I thought because we had both the girls in a wagon. Got the kiddos, yeah. Let me tell you, Charlotte, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treating natural. Nice. That girl, like, at first I was picking her up and I was like, you know, like, say trick-or-treat and I'll bring her up to the places. Well, then after a while, we just let her go and I I mean, of course, I'm right there walking next to her because she's only one and a half and and she's walking up and she's saying trick-or-treat, although, you know, yeah, she say it. She's attempted to say it, and she's just going up to people. And every time we leave, she turns around. She goes, "Bye." It's a ritual, man. It's yep. a wonderful ritual. And man, Caroline, Caroline is only like seven, eight months, <laughs> yeah. and she sat in that thing. She, she, uh, she was fine. Look, that kid, that kid is a griper. She gripes a lot, but she was in that wagon and she enjoyed it. She sat back, man. She had her arm out on the side like this, and she was like. Yeah, when we when, uh, we just stuck her in the stroller and she fell asleep out there. I mean, it was super comfortable. It was kind of cool out. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really comfortable. I enjoyed it. Uh, Vincent, same thing. He you know, he was he was loving it. Who did Vincent does that? Uh, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. And uh, yeah, yeah, we, we did it. We did his face paint. Looked really. Who, who did that? Haley, Haley did it. Yeah. She nailed it. It looked great. Um, great. And then we you know we walked until he said his legs hurt, and then we went back. Did home. y'all see Michael Myers? No, so oh. I'm talking. Look, literally, I was holding Vincent. We were. He said, "Daddy, my legs hurt." I said, "Okay, I'll carry you home." Started walking home, and he started crying. He said, "I didn't see Michael Myers." Oh, and I was like, man. "Oh man, I thought he would have forgot about I need it." To find that guy. There's a guy. There's a guy down the street has I need like to a find legit. Guy, see if you can dress up for him and just show up to y'all's house. Uh, but I want to. I want to. I want to gripe about something. Old man gripe. You Let ready? me hear it, Brandon. Dude, you know what I hate. Whenever you go trick-or-treating, and, like, why does everyone have to get, like, loaded up in their vehicles and, like... Oh, I know. I was thinking the same thing, Look, dude. look. Every now and again, if you see, like, someone on a lawnmower with a trailer in the back, you got all the toddlers because you want to keep them all safe. You don't want the kids running around all their places. I'm all right with the and you, and you, Yeah, the, the hayride, and you're cruising. You're going real slow. But, like... Dude, in my neighborhood, there's people on four wheelers yep. with the trailers Golf attached. Carts. Yeah, and it's like it's not. They're being cautious, but there's like exhaust like, shooting out. You yeah. smell, you smell the exhaust yep. everywhere. It's dark. There's headlights. Some of the streetlights don't work because I live in, in this somewhat ghetto neighborhood now. Uh, <laughs> that like some of the streetlights are out. Uh, you know, there's yeah, it's just problem, it's just like. Dude, you gotta walk. Look, yeah, I, man, do you remember? Do you remember when we were kids? I'm about to be old. Yeah, yeah about to be old. when we were kids. Back in Summerfield. When we were kids, you get the occasional tractor trailer. Uh, I mean, I know we live in the South and all, but I mean, it was like most. Of, it was just people on foot. Yeah. And you just walk the block, and then you don't go too far. Now, look, oh, Summerfield I, was a huge neighborhood. Yeah, it was but a huge neighborhood. You can get a lot of candy, yeah. but. I don't know. It was just kind of aggravating. Bro, I used to uh, all those vehicles. Walk around Summerfield like I owned it. For Halloween, <laughs> you you did, bro. Just walk around. I remember in eighth grade, we just skated all night long. Like I, we didn't even go trick or treat. We just skated around. Oh, nice. And it was just so cool. The vibes of Summerfield Halloween were so great. But man, this year denim 
everybody's in their cars. And I'm just like, man, I get it, it's cold. But, like, I don't know. To me, that's like... you got to earn that candy. Exactly. That's Look, there's like, a certain age when you're, when you're... If you're three or under, you're in the clear. But I think exactly. I think above that you gotta go earn that candy. I am not gonna go say trick or treat for you. You gotta go up there. You got because I mean there there was a time like when, like last year Vincent was like I want you to do it. I was like no I'm not doing it. Like I know you're only you you're, gotta, you're you only you're only three. Hand, you gotta hold her hand for for the first few years. But after a while you gotta tell her. I told him cool. you gotta go do it. You gotta yeah, earn it. Think... If I want candy, I'm gonna go to the store and buy exactly. it because I work. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean you but gotta. That's also like important for their social skills because they gotta be able to interact. It is, and there's a ritual. Order. It's a ritual, man. Exactly. I think you gotta. It's tradition. I, yeah, I love, dude. Halloween's great. I, I mean, I'll be honest, and if man, if he, and I'm sorry if anybody did this, you know, I'm not gonna judge you too much, but I'll be honest with you, man. Like to me, that's like having craft macaroni at Thanksgiving. You Ooh, don't do that. No, no, that's don't do that. That's a cardinal sin. Yeah, that's this driving you drive instead of walking around like normal people do for Halloween, or at the very least, I'll excuse the hay rides because hay rides are iconic for the toddlers, for the toddlers, for the toddlers, for the kiddos, for the toddlers and the and the and the older parents. Yes, or grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Papa, Papa's on the trailer. Jacob's on the trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacob. <laughs> don't hurt me. Um, Dang, I'm upset. I'm upset. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was All right, look, we, we, we got we got to move on, but yeah, real quick, favorite on. Halloween candy? Go. Oh man, that's tough. I don't know. I'll be here forever. If I R- Reese's that. peanut butter cup. Okay. All right, let's go. Uh, we have a big show. We are big show playing. At some point, we're gonna do our mini spoiler cast on Spider-Man Two. We finished it. We're gonna save that for last. Yeah. We're gonna jump into the news first. We have a lot to cover. Steve, do you want to do BlizzCon sure. first? I, we'll, we'll get this out of the way. Okay. So today was the opening ceremony. And I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, I almost forgot too. I was. I was watching the streamers on. I was watching Asmongold on, on Twitch yesterday, and he was like, um, "No, it was Tuesday because they had their little. They had a. They had a PvP tournament, which was fun, by the way. I enjoyed watching that. But anyway, he was talking about BlizzCon. I was like, "Oh wow, BlizzCon's coming up. I need to watch that." So I, I watched BlizzCon today. And so, um... Quick but, question. Day one, that's kind of the big reveals, and after oh, yeah, that, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the celebratory they stuff? They go into more in-depth with different panels throughout the time. Like Nintendo Treehouse style? Basically. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Like, the way that it works is that they rent out the entire Anaheim Convention Center around Disneyland or something, mm-hmm. and, and basically they turn it into, like, Blizzard Paradise. They, they, they have all these different sections roped off for different games, and it's all Here's the Overwatch, Overwatch section. Overwatch, World of Warcraft, Diablo, StarCraft... You know. So this is interesting because I did catch a little bit of the opening ceremony, um, not live, but I yeah. saw Phil Spencer uh, yeah. there. Yeah, so that was a bust. Really? He didn't even say nothing. He not, he, he literally just it, got up there. No, it was, I think I listened to it. I think it was one of those like, ah, yeah, we own Blizzard now. Basically. Uh, everything's going to be the same. Here's your corporate reason for why you shouldn't worry about anything. Uh, this is my first BlizzCon. Imagine that. Well, uh, they, see you later. Yeah, well, when they pulled out, when they announced that he was coming out, I was like, oh my God, are we going to get a Game Pass announcement? Because I was thinking we were going to start seeing him. Well, uh, Blizzard games on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that that announcement was coming, but he didn't. He just got up there. He's just like, "Yeah, we we're happy to have Blizzard under the Xbox family, and we're gonna do some great things together, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep up the quality." And, and and you know, to be honest with you, I know everybody's upset with with Microsoft buying out all these companies, and I was for 
other companies, but I think this is going to be a good thing for Activision Blizzard because Activision yeah, Blizzard will I think, become the villain. Yeah, I think we had talked about it before. Yeah. I think of all the acquisitions, because, I mean, they, they couldn't get much worse than from oh, what yeah. was going on. Oh, yeah. But, Codex gone. Yeah, Codex that, gone. and uh, Chris Metzen's back. Chris Metzen's back. Um, oh, man, I was so I think I think they, this is really an opportunity for them to have a little really turnaround is. story here, but we'll wait and see because we've got some Microsoft stuff to talk about later. Yep. So, anyway, um, and I'll be brief, with, especially with the, the first piece stuff. First thing they came out with was Overwatch. They talked about Overwatch. There's a new it, hero. It leaked early. It, yeah. it showed up on the Nintendo page well, uh, like two hours early. <laughs> I figured. I think they were talking. They, they were alluding to that because they were, they were uh, saying, you know, absolutely no leaks. There's no leaks. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, new new hero, Malga. He's a Samoan. Big, big dude big with, dude uh, with uh, machine dual, guns. Dual chain guns, dual miniguns. Each minigun has a, has a different, like... Um, like oh, element, like, yeah, element. There's like an incendiary rounds in one, and I forgot what the other one is. And uh, it's cool. Uh, it's just hard for me to get excited about yeah, Overwatch. I'm that's, pretty that's much. Why I don't, that's why yeah, I'm, I'm pretty dumb with it. Uh, they're doing a collaboration with some K-pop group. I don't even remember. Uh, as um, you do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a new PvP game mode coming out called Clash. It's basically objective based, kind of like a Rathy Basin from. World of Warcraft, have you played Arathi Basin? Basically, that sounds so familiar to me. Basically, you capture certain objectives on the map, and as you capture those objectives, they give you points. And the person with the most point, the team with the most points at the, at the end wins, or... I'll take your word for if it. If you capture all the <laughs> objectives, you can win in a certain amount of time. It's kind of like Battlefront, old OG Battlefront. With uh, objectives on the map. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Moving on, uh, there's three more heroes coming in 2024. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Diablo. Diablo, um, there's a new expansion coming out for Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, I forgot to write down the name of it. <laughs> no, it's okay. But it looks uh, cool, though. I mean, I'll they, Google it. It was really just a cinematic trailer. That's all they said. They're keeping, they're keeping pretty tight-lipped about it. They're going to announce more about it in summertime. But so how's that work? Is it like a paid DLC? It's, it's an expansion. So Vessel of Hatred? Vessel of Hatred, that's it. It's it's an expansion, just like World so, of Warcraft. So it, like, so it continues the main story. Correct. So I, I, it's confusing how that how it works for games. Well, I, I mainly because I haven't played Diablo yeah. 4. Uh, I skipped out on it because of the, the live service model issues I have with it. Um, but like... I guess when you finish the main campaign of Diablo, yeah. you, there's post-game content and Correct. reasons to grind and all that, and Think season like passes. Warcraft, yeah, so here it's just giving you more of the story campaign. Yeah, it's. I think I want to say it's a, it's a different. Le- the, raise the, the level cap story. or something like that. Or? No, not necessarily. But I mean, so the way that that Diablo works is that there's two game modes. There's a seasonal game mode where you're literally, you make a character and you play for that season only, or there's just a standard character where you could just kind of like any kind of top-down RPG game, like Gauntlet or something. Just play a base, like the base game? The base game, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is, which honestly I think I probably enjoy more, like just playing with my friends. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, seasons are cool. But it's just that time. Know, it's 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 the the, the pressure, yeah. the pressure of the time um, limit there. And then when the season ends, 
You gotta make a new character. You gotta make a new character. I mean, I don't think that's too bad because you get to make new characters and explore yeah. all the different builds and stuff. But. Yeah, and that's that's cool. And then, and honestly, what I do like about it is that they give it a little longevity because they change things up. Each Add season. a new class or something like that. Um, there is a new class. I cannot say what it is. Uh, it's a brand new class. Ooh, it's, that's interesting. Brand new. A lot of people think it's Paladin. I don't know. Maybe Paladin. It didn't seem like. It was I Paladin. feel like Paladin is the easy. That's just the, yeah, the exactly. Sunday school I mean, it's answer. A crusader. Yeah. If you were going to add someone, would you pick? I don't know. Would be something magic based, something melee based. I don't know anything about the Diablo universe, so I don't know what. Me neither. I hope it's a dragoon. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. You get to play as a dragoon from Final Fantasy. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's that's not gonna happen. Um, Season three is coming around the corner. They did announce something that I thought was pretty neat. Um, Each class is gonna have a ring that can bring back the most popular ability from the season before. Usually, what they do is they they have new modifiers to abilities. Uh, for example, the Necromancer's modifier in Season 1 was that it automatically raises corpses. You don't have to keep pressing that spam uh, button to do that. Well, that just seems like a convenience. Yeah. But they change it up to make it interesting. So I don't want to knock it uh, and, and like make a little deal. like Make, make it like it's not a big deal because I think it is a big deal for people who play it. But I mean, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. So then we get to the Warcraft stuff. Um, this is interesting because this is your bread and butter, baby. It was at one point. I, what was? Um, it's not at the moment, but I will say. Um, deep cuts, though. Yeah. Deep, deep cuts. It's got some deep cuts. But anyway, start off with Hearthstone, new expansion, showdown in the Badlands. It's Western theme. Yawn. Mm. That's my comment on it. The mobile game, they talked about it. I didn't even pay attention. Mm. I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. So then we got going to Classic WoW. This is interesting. So WoW Classic? WoW Classic. Okay. Correct. So in WoW Classic, there is a they, they haven't mentioned anything specific about it, but they're talking about a new hardcore mode. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, a couple months ago they released hardcore mode, yeah. which is really cool. It's a one one shot. Yeah, one you die, you go yeah. you die, that's it. Vomit on your spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get it out. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say vomit. Sweaty. Really cool idea because it brings some new life in the game and honestly shows that Blizzard's listening to their people because so, a lot of people were doing that on their own. So they're introducing a new version of hardcore? So what they want to do, and, and again, this is speculation. People are just kind of guessing, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to have completely self-sustained runs, self-sustained, I put self-sustained and founded. I don't know. They call it SSF. I don't know what that means. What was that? I think like, it's self-sustained. Basically, what I... And again, this is a hypothesis, I don't know for sure. A lot of people complain about the current state of hardcore in that people are... Sorry, Steve. No, you're good. Just I did, typical I just, difficulties. The, yeah, I think you were going to be coming in low there for a while. Uh-oh. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. You're um, loud anyway. I, yeah, I'm loud. It's <laughs> all good. Anyway, um, so what this means is like, so right now with the current state of hardcore... People are complaining because you get outside help. You know, if, if you're if you're a popular streamer, people literally throw money at you for whatever reason. So like these popular streamers are getting all this money and basically dominating the hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. And so what they're going to do with the self-sustained one is, I think what again I'm hypothesizing here, cutting out trading. You can't trade nothing. Can't so they're making anything. so they're making it harder, making harder. It harder. Which honestly, that's how it should have been from the get go. Yeah. But you know, I've seen some third party hardcore mods that seem like they're more interesting than the official. Just well, be- just because it's not it's it's less of like 
Yeah, you have, you have way less wiggle room and way less quality of life. Yeah. It's more like it makes you play the game differently. Right. Like uh, the one I saw, I think I mentioned on the show before. It's like you can only play when your friends are online. And if, and if one friend goes down, the whole party goes down. But it doesn't wipe your yeah. your save. It just makes it difficult in that kind of way. That's cool. Um, so that way, like, because for, for me, I, look, I, I know people that play hardcore WoW, and it, I just don't have the time for that kind of thing. Hell no! I'm not about <laughs> to sink so all difficult. this time in a character. That once I die, that's it. And I'm dying because of stupid reasons. Yeah, all what, the time. What, if, what if your kid starts crying and you step away for a second, you had auto run off, that's it. and you fall off a cliff? You did. You just lost. You just lost three months worth of exactly that you paid a exactly. subscription for. It's fun, <laughs> not for me. I like the idea. It's great, but if you have if you have zero, uh, if you're a committed person with a family, it's not for you. If you have zero distractions in your life, then I feel like you could probably enjoy exactly. Because dude, you know how many times I gotta get up? Like, oh, pizza's here. Gotta get up. Exactly. Or, oh, wait, like, what, what do I gotta kid, do? My kid just vomited all over the floor. Well, right? Vomit's gonna have to stay because I done spent three months. Yeah, hold on. Find Illidan. Hold on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't, she can feed herself. She's six months old. I don't care. Just put her in the bathtub. Turn the light off. <laughs> turn it off. She can't hurt nothing in the bathtub. It's a bathtub. <laughs> Run the water in the tub. She has something to play with. All right. But, but you know, like going back to what I was saying earlier with Asmongold, they, they just did a PvP tournament mm-hmm. where Duel to the Death and when you die, you basically make a character for the specific purpose, level them up to 60. Dear God. And then... Play through this tournament where everybody but one person is guaranteed to die. Your gun. Yeah, it was fun. Like, Not for me. The stakes sound, sounds fun to watch. As well, a you, well, real money was was so, at stake. Tell me about this World of Warcraft anyway. expansion. So they they announced three as a saga. Yeah, we're, we're that's, gonna, that's new. We're gonna get really... there though because we're still in we're still in classic. And I'll, I'll, oh, sorry, I'll go I'm through sorry. classic. No, you're good. I'll go through classic quickly. Cataclysm Classic was announced. That's cool. They got paid versions and then they got the free version. Man, they're just gonna they're gonna catch up to they're it. gonna catch up to it eventually yeah. I honestly my opinion they should have stopped that wrath because once they changed the, the once they changed the map of wow <laughs> you like how I looked up at my expansions up yeah. there I was like which one's cataclysm which one which one's... that's after wrath right yeah that's okay. after wrath but but remember cataclysm changed the map because you know yeah, death yeah, came yeah, in yeah, and yeah, shorts yeah. and stuff and changed the map thousand needles has water yeah. in it to me personally that's, that's not, when the, that's, that's not classic, that's not no classic more. No more. Yeah, because I can go I can go do them, cla- them cataclysm quests right now and reset. So if you go currently right now in World of Warcraft, what expansion is this called? The Dragonflight, Dragon Dragon Tales, the one that just came out. Dragonflight. <laughs> Wait a minute, yeah. I thought we were in Shadow Village. That was that was the last one. Oh dear God. Okay, Dragon Tales. If you if you're playing Dragon Tales right now and you go to Thousand Needles, is is it still just underwater? Still underwater. It looks. It, does everything look like it did past Cataclysm now? I mean, it might be a little graphically better, but... Um, but, like, is there still, like, chasms with with lava near Agrimar? Yeah. So that's also there. That's still there. So, yeah, you're... It's not classic. You make a good argument. Exactly. Okay. Uh, what I wanted them to do was for them to do Classic Plus. That's still... There's still rumblings about that being a possibility, whatever. Um, there is a new um, game edition of Classic called Season of Discovery. Now, oh. the first one was Season of Mastery. Season of Mastery was basically... It was... It was... It was they, they tuned up everything. They made the dungeons harder, but you leveled up a little quicker. Now what Seasons of Discovery is going to do, and this is pretty neat. This I'm kind of like, hmm, okay, let me pique my interest here. Mm-hmm. Um, they are basically making it to where custom classes are available. Let's say you want a warlock that can tank. 
or you know, because they have a tank. It's and like pet, creative mode, basically. That's cool. You have a warlock that tanks, a mage that heals, chronomancer. Yo, you remember whenever we used to have those 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 um, those donors? Yeah, on, uh, the donor gear, <laughs> and, and and they had. Um, <laughs> it was a private server, and then server. We, there was people. The rogue gear had so much um, dexterity or evade, agility. Agility. They had so much agility that they would tank because they would do the most amount of damage Basically. and keep the aggro, and they could never get hit because they would just they would dodge, dodge everything. Yep. But if they did get hit. They would go one, down. One hit wonder, baby. And, but I remember running. I remember running some of those like busted black temples with rogues as the tank. So that sounds fun. That. that sounds fun because it's it's different. It's different. It's brand adding, new stuff. Adding it's so cool. adding some value to your subscription. Exactly. I like that. I like that. I a like lot. that. I'm considering that too. But when you so you brought up brought up the new little saga thing. So. Chris Metzen comes out. And let me tell you something. I love Chris Metzen. That dude is my hero. That yeah. dude, he is a legend. He, was he holding he, the doom hammer again? No, I oh, wish he was. Man. But man, so Chris Metzen comes out. Chris Metzen, for those of you who don't know, he left the company to go do his own thing. They rehired him as a creator. <laughs> Conveniently around that... Around uh, the... The, uh, the sundering of Blizzard. The sundering yeah. of Blizzard. Perfect. Is that the name of the... Thing? That is what we're going to call it. Um... So he comes out, and he's just hyping the crowd up, and he's talking about, so, you know, we came together to discuss where we wanted the future of World of Warcraft to go, and I'm like, oh my god, what is this? Is this like a WoW 2 announcement or something? So then he's like, okay, well, we're not just going to talk about the next expansion, we're going to talk about the next three expansions under this, the Saga, the... Saga of Souls? The uh, World Soul Saga. World Soul Saga. So basically what they're doing is... Shang Tsung is here. (laughs) The Shang Tsung, yeah. Yeah. So basically what they're doing is they're doing kind of like what, what Marvel does with the MCU. Yeah, you made that, that comparison. That, that was a perfect that's comparison. That's exactly how it feels. They're basically saying this is a storyline. These next three expansions are going to follow that storyline. And so they announced, they they gave us the names of each of the expansions. The first expansion that's coming out, is going to come out fall 2024, is called The War Within. It's going to take place in Azeroth. He <laughs> does a, a shadow creature chase you and Godsmack plays. <laughs> da, 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 That'd be cool. That's, That'd warrior, be really cool. that's Warrior Within. That's Warrior Within Prince of Persia. Yeah, so... Was ever, that game any good? Yeah. Because the trailers were pretty good. It, I think it was more action heavy than yeah. puzzle heavy, but... I hear you. I don't do So Godsmack is going to be... Godsmack's going to be there. Yeah. You know, basically, anytime you auto-attack that song, that particular song. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so War Within is going to take place in in the deeps of Azeroth. You have to... um, Would you you say that this expansion is a standalone expansion? It's a standalone. (laughs) No, there's three on there. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, they gave brief t- details on the three of the expansions. Like I said, you're gonna—it's—it's it's primarily focused around the earthen people, the stone people. I don't know if you remember the earthen. Yes, yes. Um, and the Nerubian, the stone. The, the, yeah. You remember the Nerubians, the spider people? Yeah. Bada 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 bada. Yeah. <laughs> These YouTube poops, man. I love those. Oh, anyway, dude. anyway, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about that. So this, <laughs> the second expansion. It's called Midnight. Uh, a lot of the story is going to take place in Quel'Thalas, the, yeah. night, the, the not, I'm sorry, not not if the, the blood elf, high elf mm-hmm. home. There's going to be a reunification of the of the elves, the mm-hmm. high elves, the blood elves, the void elves are all going to reunify, and that's going to center around the Sunwell. But being somehow, 
if Palpatine returns. Somehow they're still going to be mad at each other enough to have PvP zones. <laughs> There's got to be a horde and alliance, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. There's cross-faction raids now, cross-faction guilds now. That's like a key thing of Warcraft. I don't get that. But anyway, anyway, um, what if they just made it the Horde and they? You know what they need to do? They need the Horde and the Alliance to finally just join together and make a, their own one unified faction, and then bring in some kind of new faction. So all of them fight these people, and you have all new races over here. This mystery one. I don't That'd know, be cool. What is that? Uh, the Godsmacks over here. The Godsmacks. The, the, <laughs> the Godsmack factions over there, and you got to fight. Uh, They're led by the, the Horde Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the third expansion is um, the Last Jedi. Just kidding. The Last Titan. Um, the Titans return, which somehow, 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 the Titans um, return. <laughs> But uh, uh, the name apparently suggests that they're all going to die. So it's like, hey, we're back. Just kidding. Bye. Okay. Whatever. Um, this it's one's a- going to take place in Northrend. Ooh. Yeah, we're going back going to Northrend. Back. Northrend. That's like one of the coolest places to go. I hope they cleaned up all the corpses. Tired of the smell. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, the with, with the Shadowlands being finished, there's not going to be much of a dead Wait, wait, wait there, a minute. So. They, yeah, well, they cracked the crown. Yeah, but then they fixed it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, yeah. who wears it now? Some goblin. I think it's in the Shadowlands now. It's uh. Wait, so, it's, so it's where's, so where, where's the scourge? Where are they at? They're still there. They're just they're just yeah, just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Basically, just, just hanging around. Just this is where nope. we live. Nothing. Just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Focus. <laughs> But they go in depth about the War Within because the War Within's coming out fall twenty twenty four. They drop a cinematic trailer, which, to be honest, um, it looked great. Looked great. But it looked good. It was so. It wasn't wasn't a whole lot of action like their past. Uh, like the Mists of Pandaria. Yeah, one. like That's like okay, like you look at all the cinematics. There's always like a lot of stuff going uh, on. I mean, like, like the Shadowlands one, freaking Banshee Queen fights the Lich King on top of Ice Crown. The OG, the OG one with that dwarf in mm-hmm. the snow and sticking to those fur. He's got his bear man. Oh, so man, cool. man, man, did that one look good? Can we? Anduin looked. Real, bro. Can we just... We talked about it before. Can, can they just make movies? They can, need Can to. they make they another World of Warcraft to. movie, but... Or another Warcraft movie and just make it all in-engine rendered? I'd pay for that. I would pay a subscription. I would pay a World of Warcraft subscription just for that. God, yeah. Just for that. Because I know that that would be good and I know it would be high quality. Now, maybe... Maybe the only reason it's so high quality is because they're short... I don't know. Personally, me, you give these people. I wait three, four years in between uh, seasons myself. Mm. I'm already waiting that long for like House of the Dragon. You know, I'm all right with that. And I'm gonna tell you right now, these Blizzard cutscenes probably gonna be better than what Game of Thrones wound up to be anyway. Probably so. Probably so. But anyway, so they they release they release more information about the War Within. There's. Um, they they already released the information on four new zones. You have the Isle of Dorne, the Ringing Deeps, Hallowfall, and Az. Where are I, these at? Man, I always butcher this. They're inside. They're in the deep. Um, What's the deep? Earth. Azeroth. Whatever. Just deep inside the planet? Basically, yeah. So, uh, do you remember the end of Legion? Yes. How Sargeras pulled out that big sword and yeah, stabbed yeah, yeah, the planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's centered around the sword. 
Oh, so you're going in the hole? Yep, and you can see the other side of the sword in one of these places. Which oh. I thought was pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Oh, are we going to go, are we, like, on the other side of the world? Is there something I think it's there? inside of the world. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly what they're doing here. But um, there's a lot of cool stuff that they're talking about. The Dell, the Dells, I'm kind of mad about. It seemed like that roguelike crap that they brought in in Shadowlands that wound okay. up sucking. Um, it's, it seems very similar to that. But you're going down now instead oh, of mm. side to side. But whatever. Uh, Warbands. This was pretty cool. So Warbands are basically account It's an account wide group where you can form. You form a warband and basically you're sharing. Um, you're sharing with your alts. So like you're sharing in uh, renown. You're sharing. That's in nice. Reputation. Which but then what's the point of the alts the then? Well, the alts, it's, it's, it's designed to be a catch-up procedure. Uh, that like, may, yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Like, remember having to grind the rep yeah, for the yeah. stupid things? Yeah. You don't have to do that no more because you're tying it to your warband. So any other alt that's in this warband, I don't know if all alts are in the warband or not, but basically when you get something for your warband, the other characters get I it see. too. Okay. Shared bank, shared rep, shared renown, stuff that's like cool. that. Yeah. Hero talents. This is pretty interesting. So what hero talents are is that basically it adds additional flavor to your class. So the example that they gave us was that you can have a hunter become a dark ranger. You know what the dark rangers are, right? That's the, like the undead archers with like shadow powers and stuff. Uh, sort of. Yeah. So basically it adds a new, you know, I don't know how much detail it's going to be as far as like specs are concerned, but... Me personally, I think it's going to add new ways to bring in like new different ty- st- play styles. That's good. Like yeah, for example, expanding on what's already there. Exactly. Add something new. Maybe you'll have a necromancer warlock now. Oh, Instead cool. of demons, you have undead. Oh. You know, just a thought. Um, there's a new allied race, the Earthen, Earthen dwarves. We get dwarves for the third time. Cool. And that's it. So, final thoughts on BlizzCon. It's kind of meh. The WoW oh, stuff was pretty interesting. It's always interesting. Like, one thing I really love is seeing new stuff added to an old game. Yeah. And World of Warcraft is old as dirt, so... 20 years. It's, it's 20 fun years to see how year. how they expand it yeah. and move it forward. Like, anytime there's a Grand Theft Auto Online update, because that game's so old, I always like to see the new things yeah, see they what did. they're adding yeah. on to it. It's interesting. So it's yeah. Cool. Um, is it enough to make me go back? Not yet. It's very uh, interesting. Yeah. I will say this. I would not mind subbing for a month to go try out that season of Discovery stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 I'd probably get tired of that, too. Because yeah. sure. it's wow. You know, I mean, like you said earlier, man, they got some deep cuts for me where they just kind of, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm done. I the company it. sucks. Although the companies could be getting better. But I'm going to say this, though, okay? I got this vibe. Now, this is just a vibe, okay? I can't, I'm not making any predictions Something smells smelly is that where funny? where Chris Metzen was really harping on how like like he wants to see a situation where people who haven't played WoW are playing WoW people who are playing WoW are still playing WoW and people who quit WoW whether it was one expansion ago two expansions ago they played in Vanilla he wants to see people come back and he's just he keeps talking about Opening it up to people that may not have gotten to play it before. So I wonder if he's hinting that 
that might be coming to console. Xbox, of course. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't know either. It would be very difficult to play that on console because I've played it on a controller before. But also, I mean, kinda... we're at the point, I mean, World of Warcraft's one of those things, like we said, it's been around for so long exactly. that, like, you could, you, you put five gamers in a room, probably three of them have played World of Warcraft. Exactly. Yeah. Especially as old souls. So, but I will say this, though. I will say this, though. I think it would be a smart move for Xbox to find a way to put it in the mo on there because... <coughs> they need to, Final Fantasy. <coughs> well, Final Fantasy is on Xbox now, but it's been on PlayStation forever. <coughs> and, um, and, and it translates very well on PlayStation. Well, Steve, if it was on Game Pass, then I'm, if you worked for Microsoft, you might be a little upset because, because Microsoft, why, Microsoft is removing the free Xbox Game Pass Ultimate benefit for most of its 238,000 employees, and some aren't happy about it. That is a dirty move. Allegedly, Phil Spencer was unaware of the change and is looking into it. Oh. Which I think is BS. I think that's a lie. I think he saw how bad, how badly people reacted to it, and he's trying to backpedal. Uh, I think that's kind of messed up because we're seeing all this. You saw it with Epic Epic Games because they. It's like these companies are spending their money so frivolously. Like Microsoft has a butt ton of money, but they're spending it on so much crap. They're like, well, it's time to recoup. How can we do that? Let's cut the benefits of our employees. That's the like, worst way to do it. Why? I would rather than pass the cost on to us, dude. Especially like like if you want your employees to enjoy your brand and promote your brand give them the access to exactly. your like I'm not saying like every Walmart employee should get free groceries that's not what I'm saying but they here. get a discount but yeah no they did say that they'll get a discounted rate but it's just something that employees have been able to enjoy it just kind of sucks but that's a like, perk of employment man that's not even that's, 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 that's I'm not even going to make a gamer argument for that I'm going to make a worker argument for that that is a bona fide way to get a lot of people to consider working for you I mean if I've got to choose between Microsoft or Sony as a place of employment and Microsoft saying, hey, we got Game Pass. And Sony's like, hey, we got free ultimate uh, Sony, Sony thing. Sony fun I'm going to Game Pass, man. Well, I not, mean, not obviously, that, but, obviously I'm considering money and health benefits but, first and but foremost. But <laughs> no, you're not. It's, uh, it's ultimate Game Pass, too. Exactly. Which is console and PC. Um, and the gold for uh, and I know it's Xbox. Not, I know they're not gaining enough money to even Well, make a the way that I see it is they're like, well, if that's 238,000 subscriptions, more we could have and more money we can make from our own employees so we can put more money. We can basically pay our employees to put the money back in our pocket, which it's just corporate BS is yeah, what it is and basically. greed. It's stupid. It's uh, it's really aggravating. Which I mean, which it, it seems it's it's kind of funny because like We've been kind of dunking on Sony here lately with all their kind of bonehead moves. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this week we're going to be dunking on Microsoft. Because not only are they cutting all those um, benefits, uh, the, the Game Pass benefits for those 238,000 employees, but also Microsoft is not, uh, at this current time, if you plug in a third-party accessory uh, device into your Xbox, you get a warning that says, hey, in two weeks you can't use this anymore. That is the worst. So Microsoft is not allowing third-party devices anymore. And so the, the first place that my mind goes to, and the reason I found out about this is because one of the people I follow in the fighting game community was like, how the heck are we going to use our fighting game sticks? Exactly. Is like, Microsoft going to have to make there's a fighting people, game stick for There's everything? people who have been using fighting game sticks from like... The 360, yeah. like the old Mortal Kombat 9 one, you know, uh, like, was that on, was that, that was on 360, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was. You have it, don't no, you? No, I have it on PS3. But, uh, but if it was on PS3, it would be on Xbox. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just PS3 no, had PS3. the ex- PS3 had the exclusive um, Kratos. Kratos. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, that, that's the first place my mind went to. But also, if you think about it, there's probably certain things that people use for accessibility, mm-hmm. uh, keyboard or, and mouse, or just your preference. Oh, keyboard and mouse. So, like, or, or uh, racing wheels and pedals and stuff. Like, does that mean you're going to have to go buy the Xbox official version of those things? And you know what they're going to do. And they're, they're going to be expensive. They, they are going to inflate that price Dude, to kingdom come. Well, racing, racing wheels and stuff like that are already super expensive. But, like, let's use my example. You know, I use a third-party device for my Switch. I use, uh, where's it at? This, uh, that wireless dongle that you can connect any Bluetooth controller to. Any Bluetooth controller yeah. can connect to it, as long as it has Bluetooth. So... Because the Pro Controller for the Switch, the official one, is like, what, $70, $80? It's expensive. It's expensive. So I already have a bunch of Bluetooth controllers. I have Xbox controllers and PlayStation controllers. So I just throw that dongle into the USB, connect my PS5 controller. That's how I've been playing Super Mario Bros. Wonders with a exactly. PS5 controller. I know it sounds sacrilegious, but my Joy-Cons are busted and they exactly. suck. So that was my solution was buying a $20 USB instead of a $80 controller that I'm only going to be able to use in that one device. And I can use that dongle on anything it is, except for Xbox now. It is, the du- it is the single dumbest decision that Microsoft has made in a long, long time. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay? I just don't understand what they stand... I mean, I guess I do understand what they stand to gain from it. But they're not going to. they they got to have foresight. You but, see, just like you said earlier, you got to be able to read your opponents. you got to be able to read the future. you got to be able to read that this is going to backfire. And I'm going to give you a hypothetical as to why it's going to backfire. Let's say you got a, um, a lower-class family that's that's got an Xbox, okay? Uh-huh. Controller brakes. Series S. Series S. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We can paint, we can, we can paint it whatever we want. Controller brakes. Uh-huh. They have a Game Pass subscription. Uh-huh. They can't afford a brand new Xbox controller. Uh-huh. So they rely on the Mad Cat's equivalent of nowadays. And Mad Cat's is dead. I don't even know what they get. Well, I think that's part of this is that they're going to officially like license third-party stuff okay, to allow how much it to cost. I don't know. See, that's my problem. You can tell me that. And and you can tell me that, but the problem is that that doesn't tell me it's going to be as cheap as what Mad Cat's You tell me sell. you can't go buy the cool little controllers with the fans in to exactly. keep, your, keep your palms cool exactly. whenever you're playing FPS and you're exactly. getting all sweaty because you're, you're gaming real hard and you're, you're drinking your G Fuel and you're, you're, you're gaming and you're, you're getting all sweaty and you get your fans, the fans cool off your hands. Well, I'm going to put it to you this way, Brandon. If, you, if you're <laughs> subscribing to Game Pass and you can't play that Xbox, what's going to happen to that subscription? I'm going to cancel it. Also, something I think is really interesting here is that Xbox, we, we just talked about, I uh, just mentioned that we've been dunking on Sony, and I feel like Microsoft has been over here with that salt in their hands, rubbing it in the, in the wound of being like, oh, we're, we're Xbox, we're here for you, the gamers. Just like Phil Spencer said in his, openings, his opening thing at the BlizzCon ceremony, saying, it, you guys are the lifeblood. Every, all, we couldn't do this without you. It's all about you, the gamer. It's all about you. Then why are we you care putting about poison you? in the blood? We blood. care about you. Everything's You're... about you. We're on your side. Exactly. We love you. And so don't don't go to Sony because they're 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 increasing their prices. Don't go to Sony. And then they turn around like, and stab us in the back. And by then, doing this. But it's like the console. This 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 like console war stuff. It is out of control. I feel like what is happening? Oh, are you kidding me? Go on TikTok, man. Go on TikTok. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. TikTok no, comments are no. awful when it comes. No. TikTok, Facebook, social media. People are like, I haven't seen this level of toxicity in the console wars since since, since, since three three sixty three sixty since the battle of three sixty three. So yeah, dude. Since, since dude, <laughs> since the old days, since, dude. Three in the old wars, Brandon. I'm saying, dude. <laughs> we fought these console wars so that kids these days wouldn't have to fight them no dude, more. Dude, there was 
the 361, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know really financially if they won, but I'm just saying they're, they, 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 they had the Halo 3. But Microsoft is Halo turned, 3. Exactly. Really oh, yeah. Microsoft <laughs> is turning around stabbing us in the back. I mean, Phil Spencer gets up there and says all these things. It's mixed signals, man. It feels so weird to have them be like, oh, yeah. Come on over here, Game We Pass. love you. Look at how cool Game Pass is. Look at how cheap Game Pass is. Sony, look at those crappy free games they're giving you. Those suck. You know what we got over here? You can play all the Fallout games. Look, you can play all these games. We're going to buy but, out all but make the sure, games. Make sure you're doing it with the controller that we sell you. Uh, it just feels like... It's scummy. It is scummy. It, it feels like... Dude, we, I say this almost every episode... I am not an Xbox fanboy. I am not a Sony fanboy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm more of a Nintendo fanboy. Exactly. But I am just a fan of the industry. And right now, it feels so gross on every side, except for Nintendo. They're doing okay because I'm getting that Mario RPG remake this month, and I'm pretty excited about it. You see the previews they put out there? Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo had their own streak of kind of scummy. They did. Back in the they past. did. But now I'm like, what? They're, they're owning up to it. I think but, they're, but they're doing better. But Nintendo's always kind of been on their they've own level. They've always been level. that They've been the black they, sheep. So they've always been in their own thing. their own ball field over right. here playing by themselves. They don't want nobody to come over here. But, but, right. but Microsoft and Sony have, have been in this boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like PS4 came out, Xbox One, they... Completely shafted that they yep. lost that they lost that round yep. big time, big time, big time. But this time, I feel like it is just—it's not even like on, on both sides right now. It's like you can go play some great games on PlayStation Five, and you can go play—you can get a great value from Game Pass. I feel like you're winning on both sides yep. here. And the real the, the the public portrayal right now is that Microsoft seems to be. The, the best value right now, like because you of get the, quality games, the variety, for a single price. yeah, the variety of games. I feel like their console stuff is kind of iffy, like the whole Xbox Series S having parity issues with the Series X. Yeah. But right now, like the PlayStation Five is it's just like a singular unit. I mean, they have the Slim thing coming out now, which whatever we talked about that like, yeah. a couple weeks back. But like you get the the value of the PlayStation is the exclusivity. You're getting those. You get your God of Wars. You're getting your Spider Man. You're getting your um, I don't know what else. But you're getting it on a console that's going to play it. You know, with an optimal uh, experience. Exactly. Uh, at least that's how I feel about it. Like if I was going to get an Xbox, I would not get a Series S. I would get probably the most powerful one they have. Well, yeah. Or I'm just going to play them on PC. Exactly. But, uh, and that's kind of their thing. Xbox wants you to play everywhere. Anyway, I'm rambling at this point. Uh, but it's just weird. They say they want you to play everywhere, Brandon, but like I can't play on that Xbox if my controller breaks. Yeah. I gotta go buy a new one. And, and I who's wonder, gonna be able to shell out the, the money for that? I wonder if the Game Pass the Game Pass um uh software is gonna be like, uh yeah, you're using a dongle. Huh. How's that gonna work? That's interesting. Oh uh, man. I wonder or that I wonder if it's just it might just be consoles. I don't know. I'll tell you what, if they did that, if they I don't think they're gonna do that to PC, but if they did, I would immediately unsubscribe. Um, I would unsubscribe. I, I would unsubscribe the literal second I hear that news. If I can't use whatever I want on my PC, okay. Can we? Um, can I throw in? Throw in whatever you want. Some me. positive news. I want to. Throw, I want yeah, to, let's throw in some positive. I want to do a positive news because we have one more negative to talk about. Let's pepper some positivity on there. Uh, Mario Kart Eight. Oh, Brandon, you're excited for this one. The deluxe, the sixth and final wave of DLC tracks. They say the best for last, just for you, man. So I got real excited. I got real excited because we're getting Funky Kong. Uh Look, look, I just wanted Diddy. They didn't have to bless me the way that they blessed me. Okay? 
I'm getting Diddy Kong. I, I begged for it. Ever since Mario Kart 8 first came out in 2014, I was like, where is Diddy Kong? Donkey Kong is the only Kong on the roster. We're getting Diddy Kong, and they blessed me. They said, you know what, Brandon? We're going to give you Funky they Kong. Said, Brandon, you know what, Brandon? You've had a rough week. Yeah, they said, not only are we going to give you Diddy Kong, one of the best kart racers, because he had his own freaking... He had one of his freaking freaking kart racing game. We're going to give you the best Mario Kart character that has ever existed in the history of ever. Funky Kong. And look, ever since they've announced this Booster Pass thing, I said, I want my mountain. I want want DK Mountain. It's my throne. That's my mountain. If you ask me, if you said, Brandon, what's the unequivocal best Mario Kart track... In the history of Mario Kart, I'm going to say DK Mountain. It's my favorite. I love it. I think it's perfectly designed. It's an incredible course. What did they say, Brandon? So they showed all the tracks. They showed uh, the trailer. Let me read. Hold on. Let me. I'm pulling it up. I think I, think I saw Rome. Did I see that correctly? Is okay. That the eight tracks are split between two cups. The Acorn Cup and the Spiny Cup. These include Mario Kart, Wii, Mario Kart Wii's Rainbow Road, Daisy Circuit, and Rosalina's Ice World. What's, what's and the Daisy also, Circuit from? I don't know. Uh, 3DS, I think? Yeah, 3DS. Mm-hmm. DK Mountain! DK Mountain, baby! DK Mountain, it's here! I saw it in the background. They showed the trailer. I saw it in the back. I was like, oh, there it is! It's here! And guess who they showed racing on it? Who they showed racing All on? the Kongs, baby! <laughs> oh my god, dude. In case you don't know why why, why DK Mountain is the best uh, Mario Kart track in because as soon as the race starts, you go uphill a little bit, and you hit the DK barrel. The barrel. You hit the blast barrel, and it shoots you straight to the top of a mountain. And guess what? You can't control it. You're just going. You know why? Because you need to breathe. You need to take a breath because it's about to get intense. As soon as your cart's wheels hit that mountain, it is a downhill race from the top of the mountain all the way down and guess what there's a rock slide going on and as the laps go on there's more rocks and it's bumpy and they put ramps in it on the uh was on the Wii version I think they put ramps on it so now you can trick off of them and get boosts and it's bumpy you go all the way down and then you have three big old obtuse turns and you gotta drift around them but guess what the ground in the middle of it is gone you gotta drift on the wall and in the Wii version they made it where you can do tricks off of it like a half pipe and come down like freaking Tony Hawk come all the way down and boost off and then guess what after you get those three big old turns you go through the straightaway which is a rickety bridge with no guardrails and when you have a bunch of people on it, it the weight comes into uh, play there and it's all rickety and anyone bounces they can fall off and there's items getting flung all over the place look and if you play Double Dash you hit the big bananas you put them down on that bridge big bananas. you put the big bananas on the bridge I got a big banana and for then you. you hit the finish line and then you go you, you start a new lap and you do it all over again and you all over again. And then you hit that barrel. But Brandon, you Brandon, then the later, then the later laps, more more land falls off. No, 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 that, oh. that's a uh, Grumble Volcano. Oh. But uh, that was back before the GameCube couldn't handle that. Oh. But also, we are getting um, Bowser Castle Three from the Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, Madrid Drive, Rome, Avanti, Avanti, <laughs> Rome, and Piranha Plant Co. I thought I saw, I thought I saw Rome in there. I was like, uh, is that Rome. Also, there's going to be some new Me Racer costumes, which is great, and uh, a new music player feature. So if you want to listen to the music on the go, you can do that as well. Ooh. I still think that they should release one more purchasable optional pack of cart pieces and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe costumes for characters, but uh, but yeah, Mario Kart dude, super excited about that. That's dope. Uh, cannot believe, dude. I'm talking. They. I'm waited, so happy for you, man. They waited to the last minute. I'm talking. I was like, if I I said, I'm pretty sure I said on record, I'm not buying this pass. 
Unless DK, if DK Mountain's done it, I'm not buying it. But if DK Mountain, are you getting the expansion pass? Oh, I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm buying it. I'm gonna buy it. Huh? Maybe me? You're gonna get the expansion pass, like the. the oh no! The I'm probably just gonna game? buy the Mario Kart. It's like twenty okay. bucks, like okay. twenty five, twenty six bucks for like all that. Well, you, you if you buy it outright, you keep it forever. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm weird. Pass I'm weird about I that. Blame you. I would rather just own it. I don't, I don't blame know. you. The only reason I got the expansion pass is because I mean, honestly, I pay fifty bucks a year and then I forget about it. Well, yeah, but that's, that's my problem. Is and, I don't and forget. every year, every year, I look at my phone and I'm charged fifty bucks from Nintendo, and I'm like. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's mainly the, the 64 games. I feel like it's the big value. That's there. all I want. Uh, That's okay, literally la- the only reason I got it. Two, two negative news stories. Uh, <laughs> let's start with Mortal Kombat 11 news. Did you see that Omni-Man trailer? I did that. Um, the gameplay, the new one? Yeah. Okay, so Omni-Man looks great. Looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I think he looks a little off. Uh-oh. I think, like, aesthetically, that like Mortal Kombat 11 has like this real... You mean Mortal Kombat 1? Yes, Mortal Kombat. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yes, yes. Did I say 11 earlier? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. Mortal Kombat. Oh, I thought 11. I thought they were like shutting down. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Kombat. Mortal Kombat One. Um, I misspoke. Um, Omni Man's coming as the first DLC character. I think in the face he looks a little off. Like he's a he's a he's like a cartoon. Yeah. He looks like a cartoon. Jackie Simmons voices him in Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. But the issue is that Mortal Kombat One has like a really really photorealistic art style, and so like whenever you see Omni Man floating around, he looks kind of like. Off-putting off. to me. Yeah. Uh, like I think Homelander is going to look more realistic because it's like a, yeah. a, an actor's portrayal. Dude, I can't wait to see them two fight. <laughs> yeah, I, he looks cool. Look, I'm not hating. Yeah, I'm not as excited for him as like I was all the Mortal Kombat 11 guests. Certainly not the oh, Mortal Kombat yeah. X guests. They had the best X X. Oh, dude, best. Jason. Jason, Jason, Alien, Predator, uh, yep. Leatherface, Leatherface, uh, and then also some of the the Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, yeah, that too. He looks cool. I mean it. Looks exactly how I thought he would play. He does have like the kind of like this ultra instinct thing he does, where he can like zip around and dodge. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be like an input thing. Uh, his fatality is straight from the show. Uh, his his fatal blow is straight from the show. It looks cool. I was a little underwhelmed with the fatality. Yeah, I, I, I feel. Yeah, it was okay. It was fine. Um, I feel like, but the issue. So the reason I'm I, I'm not negative about the Omni Man Omni Man thing. I'm pretty excited about it. I do think that him and Homelander, they're gonna like they're both. Superman type characters Basically. that fly around with laser beam eyes and they're super fast and they can fly and they're borderline invincible. So yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I'm just not as excited for them as I thought I would be. Uh, but I'm also just really not excited about Mortal Kombat 1 as a whole. I talked about it in our spoiler casting uh, uh, a couple of recordings ago. But they just released a fatality that you can buy, a seasonal fatality uh, Halloween. The fatality is really cool. You basically take a pumpkin, a jack o' lantern, you shove it on the guy's head, and bugs eat their head up, and then goes on their body, and they fall on their knees, and their head, they they land on the ground, and then you kick their head off, and it flies off with the pumpkin, and it hits the door, and the doorbell rings, and says trick or treat. Fatality, but twelve dollars. That was ridiculous. Twelve dollars. Absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. How long do fata- fatality last? Like. Like, 30 seconds? 10 no, seconds? No, like 10, 15 seconds. 10, 15 seconds. So you mean to tell me that I'm paying about a little more than a dollar per second? I mean, look, it's a it's a good fatality. It looks cool. I'd pay a dollar per second? I'd pay a dollar. I'd pay a dollar for that. I'd pay five dollars for it at most. I'd pay, I'd pay like a dollar. Twelve dollars. I'd say a dollar, but twelve bucks. Mm-mm. You can buy Stardew Valley for twelve bucks. You can buy whole You can games. buy whole freaking games for that much money. Exactly. You can and, buy good games. You can get KOTOR And look, right bucks. now, the, the, the live service elements of Mortal Kombat 1 have been turning a lot of people off, me included, and this is just another bad look. And then, I don't know, man. I It, it makes me... 
feel a little bit better about skipping on it and just watching yeah. the, the store. I, I feel terrible because I'm the kind of person that I feel like if I don't buy a game that I didn't support the the franchise. That's how I've life. been with WoW but for also, the last few years. I have to I have to vote with my wallet and be like I don't I don't like this. I don't like the live service elements and I don't like the the fatality and I'm I might be in the minority here, but I'm just not gonna play it. I, I hate that. I hate that I don't I don't want to play. I hate I hate that I didn't give them my money, Steve. I want I I love Mortal Kombat. I kind of felt the same. I love Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat 11, but I would rather go play Mortal Kombat 11 than play Mortal Kombat One. I, I just you. would. I feel you. Even That's... though the gameplay is different, yeah. I just I like I like the characters in it better. I like the way they I like the fatalities better in it. The fatalities in one aren't really that great. The, the ones that are good are good, but it, it's high highs and low lows with the fatalities. Exactly. But almost every single fatality in Eleven is incredible. Yeah. Because they don't have to account for the cameo characters to show up in the end. They have these really cool splash images in the end. They're able to get a little bit more like um, cinematic with it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like when Rambo shoots his gun in the air, or, or someone's head explodes, or like when Jax hits someone's. Uh, head and it rips off like a their face rips off like a baseball and the skull ends and it says fatality. There's just more of like an art to it, but I feel like you lose that with one just because of the the choice to have the cameo character show up in the end screen where it's like Scorpion wins and your your character stand they always have to stand there. And I feel like the fatal blows kinda of suffer the same thing because there's always this little break with the character just standing there stunned for no reason. And then, the, like, cause like the cameo does the fatal blow and then you come with your character and they finish off the fatal blow. It just feels like they lost a little bit of that yeah. cinematic experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, sorry about that. No, you're good, man. I mean, that's that's kind of like how I felt about WoW over the past few years. You know, I mean, it's just like I kept up with the story, you know, on YouTube mm-hmm. because I, I still have a soft spot for the story and stuff like that, even though they butchered it. But but you know, it's like. It's like, but you love that universe. Mm-hmm. I love the Mortal Kombat exactly. universe. I love those characters. I love exactly. what they did with a lot of them in the story. But I, I don't know why they chose to do the story in the way that they did it. It's like, I, I don't want to spoil anything uh, in case anyone's listening. But I just feel like they jumped the gun on something that they didn't need to. I feel like they could have went a better direction and, and taken advantage of all the characters that they brought back from the PS2 era that people have been clamoring for for yeah. so long. Um, and you probably have some of the similar feelings with uh, World of Warcraft. Yep. Uh, okay, last news story. Negative. Bungie announced a bunch of layoffs, which the reason I want to bring this up, there's been a lot of layoffs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Media Molecule, uh, that's people that make Little Big Planet and Dreams and all that. Um, they suffered some layoffs. And layoffs suck because these are people, these are their jobs, these are their livelihoods, this is how they support their family, this is how they feed themselves and their family, this is how they get through life like all the rest of us. Yep. And it sucks. Imagine going to work one day and your boss just shows, you have a note on your desk, it's like, hey, go, go see the boss. And the boss is like, hey, look, we got company-wide layoffs, you're in there, sorry, you gotta leave. Like, you know, here's a severance package. But you gotta go find a job. Package is only the last you, know, you know, stressful. I mean, it's stressful enough having a job. Dude, looking think, for a job is the worst. And thinking, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the minority here, but I mean, doesn't everybody in the back of their head think about like, what am I gonna do if this doesn't work out for exactly. me? Exactly. It's so it's such a stressful thing to think about, especially whenever, like, the video game industry 
these big um, developers, like, they don't, they're not all in one city. A lot of them, it's like, you might have to go to Texas. You might have to go to Seattle. You might have to go to New York. You might have to go to Anaheim. You might have to go to... You basically who pick knows? up, move your family to those areas, and then you're like, oh... I mean, you got to think about how, how that could affect, you know, kids growing up with their friends, taking them away from schools, going yep. to different school districts, going to different areas with different crime rates, different climates, different... All kinds of stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that when I when you hear, when I hear layoffs, that's what run through, runs through yep. my head. I just I feel for the where are we gonna go? I feel for the people that get hit with them, right? Yeah. Now let's talk about the video game side of it. I want to talk about Bungie specifically. I'm sorry, I'm kind of moving fast. What has Bungie even done other than Destiny? Well, they got that marathon game coming out. Um, that was announced at was that Game Awards or is that E3 Maybe. or Summer of Games or Summer. it was like a state of play? Yeah. So you know Sony owns Bungie now. Yeah. And the reason I want to bring it up is is that not only did Bungie release this information that they're doing the layoffs, but also they're saying the reason they're doing a lot of these layoffs is because they didn't hit their 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 financial quotas, right? So like, um, how are you supposed to hit your financial quotas when you only have one game? Well, it's starting to wane in popularity. Well, the thing is, I mean, Destiny Two. How old is Destiny Two? Pretty old. I mean, it's ten years. No, no, it hadn't been ten years, has it? Destiny One released at the very end of the three sixty. Three sixty. You know how I know that because I actually fired up my three sixty last night. By the way, it doesn't work anymore. Oh uh, no, dude! Rest in peace, my three sixty. I tried to. I was really stressed out yesterday, and something that I do when I get really, really depressed and stressed out <clears> is I play Guitar Hero or DJ Hero because those games are really fun, and I have my three sixty. I fired up my three sixty. I thought it was going to explode because of the noises it was making, but I had to pry open the disc drive with a butter knife because uh, it doesn't work, and it just wouldn't read discs. Aww. But the reason I bring it up is because I looked at most recently played games on that 360 and the Destiny Destin. 2 the Destiny 1 beta <laughs> was on that 360 we, in the hot bar. We started we 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 started on the 360 with the beta but we bought it on PS4. Yes, yes. So did did you see the release date for Destiny 2? 2017. Okay, so it's been a while. Yeah. Uh but the reason I want to bring it up is you remember that rumor we talked about not long ago about the factions multiplayer for Last of Us 2, the Naughty Dog project, yeah. that allegedly was um, analyzed by Bungie, and they deemed it, um, you know, unsustainable as far as, like, monetization and how they're going to... But Bungie just had all these layoffs about not are being you, able to monetize their game. Are you guys really so thinking that Bungie's if, a good If these rumors are all true and it all adds up, it's kind of like, what is going on right now with... Sony and these, like, everybody wants their Golden Goose, everybody wants their Fortnite, which Fortnite's even struggling, because they can't, I mean, they're still making money hand over fist, but they're not making the money hand over fist that they want, right? And and that's why they brought back, have you seen this? They brought back the the OG map, which, has it really been that long? Dude, when I last played Fortnite, it was the OG map! I know, right? Gee whiz, has it been that long? But anyways, um, when did that come out? Uh, it's been a while. Um, but they brought back the OG map for Fortnite, and it, it, it's doing it, doing well now. <laughs> Twenty seventeen. Oh God! Wow. Yeah. But I, I think maybe here's here's the lesson I think we can learn. These games get old, and you yes. got to keep them fresh. You got to give me a reason to give your money, give you my money. Look, I played Grand Theft Auto for like ever, and I would love to give them my money if they would give me a reason to give it. You know what I would have paid for, and I did. I, I, I for I was Red Dead Online. Yeah, Red Dead Online. If they would have been like, "Hey, look, 
you got to buy this battle pass. I love Red Dead Online. And if they were like, hey, by the way, surprise, we're bringing it back, and you know what, we got a battle pass and, and, and blah, 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 I'd be, I'd be right there, front line and center, with my, hand, my handful of cash in here. Here's my 10... 15 bucks for that battle pass. I would, I would pay. But you got to put stuff that's interesting. And you got to put it in in a way that you're not yes. nickel and diming. 100%. And let's, let's talk about Mortal Kombat 1. I forgot to mention this. That is a $70 game. That is unbelievable. For the base game. No combat pass. Just the you base want the game. Com- if you want the full, like the big boy edition of Mortal Kombat, it's like 120 bucks. That's ridiculous. And then you're going to start throwing in $12 fatalities. fatalities. I would understand if it was a free-to-play game, but it is not. And, and here, like, I don't know. I feel like Destiny 2 turned into a free-to-play game. I'm not hating on Destiny 2, because guess what? That game, you put that controller in my hand, you let me play Destiny 2, I'm going to have a good time because the shooting feels great in that game. Yeah. I love the gameplay of Destiny 2. It's fun. I, I have no idea what's going on in the story. I, I love hearing Zavala talk because I love Lance Reddick, R.I.P. Um, but... You see this big ball? We like, can tell you what happened here. Like, I know, they had, I know they had those big expansions, like they had Lightfall and all that, but it's like in between all that, I don't know what they're doing. I don't exactly. know how to monetize any of that. But obviously, it's not fresh enough for people to, to sustain. You want to know, you, you, honestly, Brandon, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, honestly. <laughs> okay, you're going to be honest? Or you, oh, no, lie to me, Steve. I'm going to lie to you. I want you to lie to me. You know, lying to you, but but in all honesty... I was drinking at the run. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. But I think what games... You know, these live games need to do, honestly, is they need to account for lulls in service. And what they need to do is they need to they need to play that into their strengths. What they need to do is they need to they need to have a release, plan for a big uptake uptake in player base, and then they need to plan for a downplay. I agree, because let's use Grand Theft Auto Online as an example, because yep. that's the one I'm most familiar with, is that like Big update comes out. Guess what? Now you can own a circus. It's the Grand Theft Auto Circus update. You can dress up as a clown and all this cool stuff. You can expect that player rate to spike because everybody yep. wants to own a circus yep. in Blaine County. And then you go up there. And then after a week, two weeks, three weeks, depending on how much content that update has, you're going to get a, a drop blizzard. off. Because that's what we used to do. We used to get on Grand Theft Auto Online. And their solution was like, oh, let's just drip feed it. And that's what that's Blizzard. And Blizzard it's like, hey, time locks every, it. Every week you get a new car. And you know what that meant to me was like, oh, well, I'm just going to uninstall it. It became a chore. I'm going to uninstall it and I'm wait until all the cars are out and I'll go buy the car that I want. Exactly. And then you know what it turned into? It turned into me being like, well, I just don't want to play this anymore. Exactly. And that's what happened to exactly. me. Exactly. And look, I'm Rockstar fan Nobody's number doing one over right, here. Brandon. Nobody's doing it right, Brandon. I just I think you're on this. I think what needs to happen, let's use Grand Theft Auto Online as an example. Like let's GTA do that. 6. Let's do that. GTA 6. GTA 6 comes out. What if they're like, hey, every month something new is happening? It's like, hey, this month you're it's Grand Theft Auto 6, you're in Vice City. Uh, it's hurricane season. Guess what? At different points, different uh, areas of the map are going to be covered in storm, or there's going to be a hurricane that slowly covers the map from the the south. That'd be cool. The Gulf. That'd be and really it's like, cool. It's like, oh, this is the month of nothing but storms, and then have all kinds of related content. Like, oh, there's looters in the city. There's a blackout. There's no more pedestrians. Everybody's in their house. That and might get a little too real. <laughs> but that's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's that. That I mean, would people be, have freaking uh, what do you call them bikes? Them flying bikes with missiles on oppressors. Them. Oppressors. I would, dude, I would be so into it. I would be like, ah, I got, dude, it's, it's hurricane season. I got to get up in there. Or what if it's like, hey, it's Christmas. Every double it, XP it, hurricane in the month of October. It's we're doing spooky stuff this week. This happens this week. It's like you got to keep it consistent. You got to make me want to log in and play it. You don't. Have, you can't be like, okay, new car this week. Do your usual stuff. 
go buy the car, drive it around the same freaking map we've been driving for 10 years or whatever. Uh, it's like, okay, you just got to find a way to make it more you know, make, give Just give us tons of activity. Give us... Exactly. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. You know what else would be a good idea, too? To have a release, uh, uh, another release come in to kind of help with them downturns. Like, using Grand Theft Auto, for example... You release Grand Theft Auto, you release Grand Theft Auto Online, you release a big content update, and Circus everybody update. plays it. Yeah. Circus update. Uh-huh. Well, then the player base starts dying. Then you come out with an update on Red Dead Redemption. That way you get people into that game. You know you're not going to be able to sustain that longevity stagger in this releases. game, so yeah. you stagger them. That'd be smart. You stagger the, rela- the releases. I think Bungie needs to do that. I don't do for the life of me. I will never understand why they didn't monetize Red Dead Redemption better. I do understand they wanted to give us a premium currency we could earn, but they gave us too much like opportunity to earn it. So yeah. it's like they you what you need to do is you need to offer something. As a gamer, loved it. As a as a as a from a you, business mindset, you need to offer something that you cannot get in the game unless you pay for it. But like, it can't it, be pay it, to win because you're going to turn no, it no, off. It too. needs to be like, hey, guess what? Here's the classic GTA pack. You want to dress up as Tommy Versetti? You want to dress up as Nico Bellic? You want to dress up as, uh, I don't know, Tony Cipriani? You want the classic GTA 3 Banshee that doesn't have any weapons on it? It's just a cool car to have? Well, you have to buy the GTA Classic Pack, and it's $15, and you get all this content. Guess who would buy it? This guy, right here. You need to aim for the people like me yep. who love your franchise and want to support your business. They try to do that with GTA Plus, but what, what, what purpose is GTA Plus going to be? You see GTA like? Plus now is like, hey, you can download these games for free on the launcher now. I said, dude, I already own all of them. I've been, I I'm, I'm 31 years old. I've been playing your game since I was popped out the womb. Actually, probably, I mean, I've since I'm like 10. But still, it's like, I don't need Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. You know why? I already own it. I don't, I look back. I own it like five times. I got like every Grand Theft Auto game back there. Um, but anyways, let's move on. We're running out of time. Yeah. Steve, do you have anything you've been playing other than Spider-Man? Uh, I got back into Jurassic World Evolution too. Sick dinosaurs. Sick dinosaurs. Okay, diabetes, uh, T-Rex. Rabi. I had rabbit dilophosaurus in my park. I had to restart the park because it got so bad. <laughs> I don't understand why you played that dude, game. Dude, 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 dude. I like... I, oh man, the Stegosaurus has epididymitis again. What? <laughs> if you, even though it's a female. I don't, I don't know why, man, but it is a time sink. This, this, to me, this game... You see, I go through these moves. Like, I, You know how I was in a Star Wars kick? Yeah. Now I'm in a Jurassic Park kick is the YouTube algorithm, man. You, that YouTube algorithm, I sink my teeth into that, and then then I'm set. So yeah, that's a struggle. Like uh, the my my thing is, I get cravings. I know we've been talking about Grand Theft Auto, but yeah. it's, it's a really good example. I just get cravings to pop that game in, walk around, drive around, not really do anything in particular, just because I I love that game. But right. I fight those urges. And, like I literally, I installed Red Dead Redemption Two. Just I actually want to make a video on Red Dead Online because I've been talking about it so much. But like it sits on my hot bar. And I'm like, oh, do I really want to get into this? I, don't, I really don't. I shouldn't get into this. Yeah. No, uh, uh, but other other than that, no Spider Man. Well, let me talk about something real fast. Um, so I have been playing Mario Wonder. Um, and me and Seth, Seth got it. We decided the the online multiplayer with it is really weird. Um, because, like, basically you can play in the levels with each other, but you play as, um, like a ghost in each other's world. So, Seth can see what I'm doing in his, like, when we're in the same level, playing at the same time, but the screen follows each other. And that's, that's the solution, is that, like, he can run off and be all the way at the flagpole and be done, and it, it doesn't take the screen away from me and warp me Kirby-style to him, right? Whereas if we play on the couch, like me, like me where we were playing yeah, next yeah, to yeah. each other, and it really kept warping me and you to each other, Yeah, that's the thing, is that, like... They don't want the online experience. It's like, oh, like, I don't know how that works. But anyway. I understand. We're enjoying it, but 
Uh, I just wanted to say I'm not finished with it by a long shot. Uh, I'm only playing it when Seth is on. It's our new game that we play together. But we did this one level. We got to basically the equivalent of the Star Road levels. Mm -hmm. And it was this level that the music went. Every time the beat hit, the platforms would appear. And then the beats got faster and faster and faster. And it was a super hard level. We spent like 45 minutes on this level. Oh, wow. And it's fun like because in the beginning, you go a little too fast. You're going to outrun them. But at the end... If you were going too slow and you were in the level, you're not going to keep up. Yeah. And it's not just platforms going straight. It's platforms going up, and you got to wall jump off of them as it goes. It's a super fun level. Yeah. I enjoy that. sounds the, fun. It's not like Kaizo Mario level um, difficulty or anything. It's just enough. It's... it's I don't it's want to do exactly, none of that crazy stuff, man. It ex- it's exactly what I wanted out of a Mario game. That's why I couldn't get into Mario Maker because all the levels were either too. They either played themselves or they played way too hard, and I didn't want to get into them. This is like it's it's tailored just enough for that Mario experience. It's like um, I'm not trying to play DDR on my controller to play a Mario level. You know? Yeah, no, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then also uh, another little game I got into and subsequently deleted. I noticed that Disney Speedstorm was free-to-play. Uh, was not a free-to-play game to begin with, I don't think. Uh, look, when you hear Disney and you hear free-to-play, you immediately... It makes your... Look the your, other way. It makes your, your, your soul just exit your body. Uh, but, you know, my son saw it, and, and uh, he was like, Oh, Daddy, look at that. And I was like, Oh, yeah, Buzz Lightyear in a, in a go-kart. Sure, let me download it. So... Whatever it is you're thinking when you hear Disney and free play is exactly correct, okay? (laughs) When you fire that game up, it's like, hey, do you want to play single player or multiplayer? Of course, I play single player, and it's like, hey, here's Mickey. You're selling it. You're selling it. It, it, You have one one racer. It's Mickey and one cart, and you play the the Mickey chapter. Then you get Donald. Then you play the Donald chapter. Then you play the Goofy chapter. But then I, I, I didn't get past the goofy chapter. I don't, I'm not sure if it, if it does anything other. But I did notice that you get login bonuses every day. You open up your crates and you get racer shards. So I got two Hercules racer shards. But if I get ten of them, I can unlock Hercules to play. Or uh. or I can pay real money and get the shards outright and or get actually there's a separate currency i can just buy the characters outright. so either you play the game forever every single day for the rest of your life and then maybe get the the racer that you want or you just pay outright them coins ain't cheap so Uh, it's like 15 20 bucks i think and then Um, the scummiest part is that you know this game's for kids so these kids yes these kids are gonna say mommy 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 it is it is for kids and guess what they got such cool racers, man. They've got Mike Wazowski. They got Sully. They got Monsters Inc. pack. They got a Moonline pack. You can play as all the Moonline characters. You can play as the Toy Story characters. They got Buzz. They got Jesse. They got Woody. They got freaking Beast. They got Belle. You can play as Gaston, bro. I want to play as Gaston. No one drives like Gaston. No, that's right. No, that's why he's the best character in the game. And what what really sucks though, Steve, at the end of the day. Is that it? Actually, is a really decent kart racer. It's not the best, but oh. if controls well, I wish it sucked. All the different characters have different styles, so it's like, hey, you're playing as like a trickster character. Yeah. They they get their boosts off of using items and being tricky. You got these characters that are like, they get their boosts off of being fast and using and continuously boosting. It kind of reminds me of Burnout Paradise a little bit. Yeah. How each car had a different style, and it, it incentivized you to play that style with that car to continuously go faster and to to win the race thought that was really cool and by the way donald duck is the is the brawler class uh, <laughs> which means you gotta be a, a, a freaking d-bag 
And so, like, That's funny. which is incredible. And it's really cool because you can do, like, this little shunt boost left and right with the analog stick. It, it's really, it really is a fun racer. It has some cool levels. Uh, Jack Sparrow's in it. Um, Elizabeth Swan is in it. Um, Elizabeth Swan. But the coolest part about this King whole game. The, pirates. the coolest part about this whole game, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening, please, if you like Disney, Go listen to the soundtrack in this game. It is incredible. It's a good soundtrack. It is really good. Ooh. It's like these like crazy... Is it like remix? It's like techno-y and dubstep-y and like kind of rock. And it's just really cool. They have like this one Toontown level where it's the Mickey Mouse Club March. And it's like it's like a dubstep version. It sounds insane. The Beauty and the Beast. Dude, the best song... I'm getting goosebumps because of how good is the Mulan levels. Ooh. I'll make a man out of you. And it, dude, it sounds, I'm going to play you some clips. I'm okay. Some, play I'm some not going to play it here because I might, Mickey Mouse dude, might, dude. Oh, give me he's going to show up to my doorstep. <laughs> he's going to show up at my doorstep with that Negan baseball bat from, uh, take it down, Brandon. he's going to beat my head in. But Disney Speedstorm, um, I just tried oh. it. I deleted it because I was like, my son was like, daddy, where's, where's Buzz Lightyear? I was like, oh, you got to pay 25 bucks. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> Trying to explain to him how live service game plays. He, it's already hard enough to explain to him how you hey, go bro, to... I'll just tell him it's broke. He thinks when you go to the PlayStation Store, he thinks all of it's just like, oh yeah, click that one. We have it. All this is ours. He's like, no, no, that's not Bro, we gotta buy that. So, yeah, he's trying to explain the, the, the value of a dollar to a three-year-old. Uh, a little difficult. I try to tell my one and a half year old that it's broken, but she don't understand that yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, first of all, I don't know what the hell you just said. Second of all, I have, it's broke. You gotta pull out your Outer Wilds translator. Daddy, daddy. What? Yeah. <laughs> but Disney, it just sucks because the potential of what it could be. You know I'm a sucker for kart racers. Oh, yeah, dude. I really wanted that Chocobo GP. I really wanted... I, I love Crash Team Racing. Look for kind of Chocobo GP. You know, they were like, hey, they weren't making any money off of it. And they were like, hey, by the way, you can get everything now. <laughs> if you just buy the game, we'll just give you all the stuff and you can just play it. So I'm actually... If I ever see that game for like 20 bucks or less, I'm buying it. Um... Gotta make money somehow. It's a decent cart. That's what sucks, man. I feel bad for the devs. I feel bad for the devs that that put in the effort to make a game decent, and because it is just monetized into oblivion, nobody plays it. It sucks. It really does. That's why you have layoffs. That's one of them games. That's one of them games. uh, Disney Speedstorm. I don't. I'd have tossed 20 bucks. why you have layoffs, Brandon, because you you sink a lot of resources into these games. Well, the decision is is like, hey, let's make this game. And, and nothing else. Let's let's set it out to die and hope that someone buys all this useless crap and spends all their time playing this one game. And if your game, like we just mentioned, is not interesting enough for you to want to play uh, the, the freaking game every I was, week, I was about to do the freaking game every week, then it's, you're just gonna go and play something else. Exactly. The problem is, we this is the year 2023, dude. There, are, you can't walk five seconds without running into a crazy good game. There, there's like four games every month that come out that are huge, wonderful, awesome games, dude. I don't know how we're going to do Game of the Year this year. It's insane. I can't even play them all. I can, dude, Mario RPG comes out like in two weeks. I'm about, I'm about, I'm about, Did you ever think you'd say that, Mario RPG? No, dude. And then Thousand Year Door 2 is coming? Oh my god. Don't even remind me. But, alright, we're running a little long. I'm yeah. sorry. Let us jump into the Spider-Man 2... Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Can he swing? No! Alright, if you're listening to this on Spotify, I don't know about other RSS or aggregates... just like dinner. We we have timestamps. I'm going to mark the stamps here. Uh, If you have not finished Spider-Man 2, please skip 
uh, ahead a chapter because we are going to be spoiling the crap out of this Spoil. game. And giving it a review. I have a score for it. I have a final score. I have a score for it, too. Uh, so, Steve, I figured we would go down the list like normal. Okay. Uh, as far as narrative, we'll just kind of... I'm not going to go play for play on the whole yeah. thing. Usually this is the part where we have our note our note master, Jacob, with the play-by-play in the story, but I don't think... He pulls out his old stone tablet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you did it that time. I have no idea. Uh, let's, Steve, can we talk about the mechanics first? Yeah. All right. So, Spider-Man Two, you get to play as the two different Spider-Men or yep. Spider-Mans. I don't know how you say. It. You, they, get to, you get to play as Miles Morales and you get to play as Peter Parker. I think they said Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm just gonna say Spider-Man. it makes more sense. Spider-Man. Um, I I like how this open world works. Oh yeah, me too. I love swinging around. I, I never really fast travel. Uh, I always just kind of... That is one thing I... Oh, I want to bring it up too, man. I had no incentive to fight. I didn't want to fast travel. No. I, I, dude, I didn't even realize you could unlock fast travel until like 90% of the game was done. I, was I used like, it... Oh! <laughs> I used it one time because my... Um, actually, a couple times because I was running out of time and I was just doing some, some collecting. I used it towards the end. When I, when I was I just doing some. Finish. I was collecting the spider boss. I, I 100% it. I got platinum trophy. I was getting. I'm the, close. Uh, it's it's doable. It's, it is it's very, very doable. doable. Uh, I very, was very I was swinging around just looking for the spider bots, and yeah. um, I I chose not to like really. I, I used a guide for like the last two because I had no idea where they were. And I was short on time, but I love just swinging around. But I fast traveled to the section of the map where it said I was missing some, mm-hmm. like on the uh, completion tab. Yeah. And uh, if, if you didn't use it, it's really cool. You just hover over where you want to go, and you hit triangle. It kind of auto-places you, like, the nearest Somewhere spot. Somewhere close. And then, like, I'm talking not even a second, and it just, whoop, you just swing right in, and you're yep. there. That's amazing. I think, so let's talk about the technical aspects of this game. This is going to be an interesting conversation. Yes, it will be. So I only ever had. Two technical issues. Bro, I had a plethora. And I already talked about it. It was the one where the NPCs didn't load in when I was taking the picture on the basketball court. Uh Where the basketball was just kind of like playing itself. And I took the picture and then the... What's his name? Uh, The photography guy. Ah, dang it. I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. And he was like... He was like, oh yeah, I used to play basketball here all the time. And there's just floating... A floating (laughs) basketball. And then I had the one where I had to reload a, a save because I couldn't crack that Marco crystal. Other than that... I never had another Dude, issue. I, I, this is probably the buggiest game I've ever played. Ever? Ever. Ever. Maybe that, not, that, quite, that not quite as bad as Bethesda games, but it is buggy as you, all hell. You think that bad? That bad, dude. Are you serious? I'm going to tell you this much. I've never had a Bethesda game crash as much as this game crashed. This game really? crashed. Really? Did you play New Vegas? <laughs> Did you play New Vegas <laughs> on 360? No, I, I, I didn't. So God, you, you got me there. You got me there. But this game, I, I had seven crashes, man. Dude, Every time I crashed, I sent y'all snap. Mine never crashed, but my PlayStation did tell me it was getting hot, and I needed to turn it off. My, it flat out, flat out got the error screen I mean, it, and everything. It does get a little hot in this room. Yeah. Like you can feel right now it's a little warm when there's just it, two people. Ooh, ooh, that PlayStation put and, off some and the fan, But I had the fan running. And the, the thing is, like when the sun's going, um, when the is it, yeah, when the sun's going down yeah. over here, or is is it going up? I can't remember. And either way, the yeah. sun hits this room, and it's in the it's in the evening. Whenever, yeah. like whenever the sun's going down, I know what you're about. the sun hits that that window, and it, it gets hot in here real fast. So I don't think that was the game's fault. It gets hot in here. And my, my PlayStation is in a very ventilated area. Yeah. It's not closed in or anything like that. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, you had like I saw people had the cube problem where your character turns into it was, a cube. That, okay, so that that one was one of the more humorous glitches. That one was funny. So basically, like Brandon said, I turned into a cube. A lot of people had Miles that Morales specifically turned into a cube. Yeah. Peter Parker was fine. It was Miles Morales. I saw people cube. had that issue. I saw where uh, people had crashes. Uh, I saw where um, I had one where I tried to go into the tunnel to confront. Uh, it was either I can't remember if it was Venom or Peter Parker Venom, um, and I was trying to like web into there. And I like tried to climb into the into the tunnel, and I like warped and oh, reappeared. Yeah, you sent, you sent reappeared that, on the other side. You sent like, that to us. Jacob had one where he. It's one of those ones where you do like the the, the zip pull. Yeah. L two and R two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he landed and he was crawling backwards. Yeah. Uh, see, I didn't have any of those. It's weird how that works. I had another one where Miles was swimming in the in the ship. And the camera stayed in one oh, spot, yeah, you, but I kept swimming. Yeah, see, Miles kept swimming. It's so I like, weird. I wonder what makes the bugs that inconsistent. Mine's digital. Or, mine's mm-hmm. digital, so I have to wonder. I don't know. Mine's. Pl- I have mine's on disc. What, what about Jacob? Jacob's was on. Jacob got disc. disc. Too. Yeah, he was on disc. Yeah, he he had less bugs than digital. you. I mean, I had some funny things like, but I feel like digital there would be less bugs. I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, well, I saw where some people had. Uh, there was an issue where, like, it would install off the disc wrong or hmm. something like that. I have to look that up and I see. I had some funny things with, like, you know, after I'd beat a bad guy, uh, they would, like, you know, they would get stuck to the wall and ragdoll kind of funny. But nothing, <laughs> those like... Are, those are the bad. But nothing, like, crazy, like, rubber banding models or anything. It was just, like, yeah. it was just kind of a silly way and, that he landed. And and to be honest, like, I... I, <laughs> I it didn't... Af- I mean, honestly, it didn't affect it that much. I mean, I just reset the game... You know, Which no, no yeah, that game boots up incredibly fast. Very it's like fast. Final Fantasy 16. Oh yeah, it's like you click it on the hot bar. One second you're in it. You click continue. One second you're in yeah. it. Uh, I did have a funny moment. I just want to talk about while I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I was fighting the symbiote bad guys. Yeah, when you beat them, they turn back into humans. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was doing one and I kicked a guy and he, he like he went into the water and uh, my little boy was watching me play. I was like, he's like, Daddy, who are these bad guys? I was like, Oh, I'm saving them. There's people trapped. They don't know what they're doing. And uh, I kicked the guy and like. He, he didn't ragdoll. He just kind of like he was in ragdoll mode. But the way I kicked him, he just kind of went like this, like like Whoa! he was yeah. stiff, and he landed in the water and just kind of went into the water. And then he was like, "Daddy, go get him!" And I was like, "I can't." He's, he's supposed to get out. And he's like, "Daddy, Daddy, he, he's gonna he's stuck in the water. Go get him!" I was like, "Uh, uh I guess Spider Man uh, has his uh, first kill." Yeah, I think Spider Man just murdered someone. Um, but I had like, I had some symbiote guys just flat out disappear, like beat him, like you beat him up, and then they just and I'm like. Uh-oh. Uh, like I had, um, I hope nobody was in there. As far as like, like mechanically, I really enjoy the way they did the open world. Oh yeah, me too. I, I like how they peppered in the activities as the me story. Me too. because so, my thing is, is like sometimes when an activity unlocks, I want to just go do all that activity. Yeah. But like some of the hunter blinds and some of the other like, um, not the mysteriums, but the uh, I think it's the uh, the vulture, like the robot things. Yeah. Uh, the, the the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. I think some of those unlocked as you went. So every time something would happen, like I was like, hey, the symbiote nests are available. Yeah. I would just go do all the symbiote nests. I was like, okay, time to go do the main story. And none of the activities feel like they drag on too long. No. Uh, to they're, make they're them feel good. tedious or anything like that. Let me read my notes. Okay? I didn't feel... Look, I, look, I hate feeling te- tedious in a game. Anytime a game feels like a chore, I start to lose interest. That's what happens with WoW. That's what happens with a lot of MMOs. And there's a variety, too. So exactly. Like, like whenever uh, an activity would unlock... It did not feel like a chore. It all. was like, hey, look, there's a Prowler thing. 
I'm gonna go do the Prowler hideout. Oh, oh look, there's one of those Scout fly things. Yeah. I'm gonna go do that oh, one. Crime popped up. Oh, Let me go look, do that. it's a um, it's a Emily May uh, Foundation thing. I'm gonna do that. Um, it, and it felt nice to just have a little variety of wild swing, swing. And it's like, oh, there's a there's a crime over here. Oh, there's a a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app thing. It, I, I feel Which like I love, man. Those are the best parts. Of oh the yeah, uh, that's my favorite. And I, what I really like is how well done a lot of the things are. Like there are some things that you can't do during certain stages, and we'll get there and when we talk about the story and stuff like that. Um, but whenever there's stuff that's available, like at every stage of the game, they make it fit. Yeah, like, I wanted like like after you you know spoiler we're we're getting the spoiler yeah, no, no, spoiler you know, after you kill Craven and you go do Hunter blinds they're like I can't believe they're still here we got to prepare for the Craven family because you start learning about Craven's family and how they're they're yeah. they they may be a threat in the future yep uh, I know? like. I liked how they were able to sprinkle in, like, just the responsibility of Spider-Man. Like, doing the friendly neighborhood stuff and how it could be a small time, as uh, we talked about last episode, yeah, finding that... which I did, and that, that was very heartwarming. The old man with, um, like, you know, dementia, pretty much. Yeah. Um, or I'm the fading, Spider-Man. Or, or the pigeon guy. You know, like, I, I love those. Guy but then, oh, that's a really, Ooh. really good one. I like the one with the, with the blind lady with the allergies. Yeah, yeah, that, really that cool. was a good one. Um, but I like how they mixed that with like, oh, I just helped a, a person find their cat, and now I gotta go put out this fire in this yep. tanker truck because these people are insane. Or oh, I gotta go save the world from a giant symbiote that's trying to basically yep. infect the entire world. Um, I, I loved how they did the open world. This is a perfect too. open. And world I love how the crimes would eventually evolve into the different factions. You know, class. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. That's fun. Like, yeah, you see some hunters fighting symbiotes because that's what they wanted. That the was time. really cool. It's like the hunters are happy. They're like, yeah, let's fight, let's hunt these things. Yeah, and then the symbiotes are like, we gotta kill everything. The hunters basically became the new. What, what was in the first one? That that like paramilitary organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specter, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Like, like they basically became the new Specter. Yeah. hunters. And I, I really loved the bait and switch that they pulled on you with that. Because I didn't like, I, I didn't see anything in this game. I knew I knew Venom was going to be a thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how they were going to fit him in. And I really like how they. I, I really think so as well. I, to my look, I when it comes to comic books, I don't know any of them. I don't keep up with all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know enough to get by. Is I, this the first time that um, Harry? Harry, has I been... think so. That's what I was going to say. Is I think this that's is the first cool. time. Because I mean, it's usually Eddie Brock, or yeah. um, I thought for a while it was going to be Craven because you learn Craven's sick and he's looking for his ultimate hunt before he passes. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting motive. But I thought it's that new, but boy, that is a weird. I thought that the symbiote was going to attach to him because it was going to get rid of his sickness and he was going to be Venom. I thought that would have been a cool turn, but they didn't do that. Um, I'm glad they did it the way that they did it. I'm glad. Because, yeah, I thought it was good. because I like Craven. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I felt like that would not be Craven's style. Agreed. Like, I, I feel like Craven, Craven wanted that, that wanted to die in battle, and he got what he wanted to be in. And honestly, yeah. you know, like, I don't... It was cheer, kind of a... I don't cheer for the villain more that often, but honestly, when Craven got what he wanted in the end, I was like, good for him. Yeah, that scene was pretty great. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he needed to, like, attack an entire city to, I mean, I don't think he needed to terrorize an entire city to get that, you know, but I mean... Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about the MJ levels? The MJ missions. But I hated the MJ missions. Not as bad, like not, yeah, bad. not as bad as the first one. I thought they were okay. Yeah, they were okay. I, I said I hated them. I thought they were fine. You know, to be honest, I mean, I didn't want to be doing them. Yeah, but I, they were fine. 
I felt like they were kind of a buzzkill, just like they were in the first one, because you're in the middle of these high tense Spider-Man missions, and then here's an MJ mission. Yeah. Um, and and it's and I know what they are. They're designed to slow the pace and, and to give you a new challenge, which is fine. Um, they're not nearly as bad as the first one. Good lord, how yeah, those I agree. were awful. I don't think they were awful. They just in comparison. I thought they were awful. In comparison to what was available to do in that yeah. game, it was just kind of like you said, a buzzkill. Yeah. They were certainly less of a buzzkill now because MJ didn't feel so defenseless. I, I one thing that I did like is I like how they didn't like the the in the hunter level like the hunters weren't interested in killing civilians. They only wanted to tranquilize them, get them out of the way, tranquilize them, get them out of the way. Yeah, and so I thought that was pretty honorable that that and and the fact yeah. that they did that with MJ. You know, I, I actually was just like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. How do you feel? Um, I'm just going to spoil it straight up. Go ahead. How'd you feel about playing as Venom? It was amazing. Oh my gosh. Look, I, friend of the show, Will, I know he's got to be listening right now. Uh, I told him, I was like, dude, the thing that this game's going to have to do to really like blow my soul is let me play as Venom. <laughs> and we, I got what I want. Now, it was just one section. I really wanted more of yeah. the Venom. Yeah. I wanted to play like maybe a cut, like give me like two more sections of just a controlled environment. I look, I get it. You're not going to let me free roam as Venom because you had to design a whole thing of people running away from me the whole time. I get it. But I would have liked to have played as Venom just a couple more yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, because, man, that part was so much fun. Oh my That's God. That's my favorite part of the whole game. Uh, was picking up people, throwing them at each other, just countering and throwing grenades back and... Just, just being a giant I, beast of, of a wish, character. I wish I'd have been able to like take bites out of people with venom. Yeah, like yeah. okay, and, and I get and I get why they did it this way because you don't have to do much changes mechanically, and God knows the game's already a mechanical mess in my opinion, in my experience. So if they'd have tried to do that, and who knows, maybe it just would have been unplayable at that point. But um, I don't know. Like I felt like Venom was trying not to kill these people, even though in my headcanon Ooh. he was killing. Oh them. well, dude. Wait, I was I was throwing people. Oh yeah, the dude. Wall. Oh I mean, yeah. I was slamming the crap out of but, them. But but it felt like also to me, I think also this game's rated it's rated T. Yeah. So that I mean, been, you can't that go been too much. Yeah. If you they would have hit the Im- if you're walking around, even if they don't show blood and just biting people's heads off the whole time. Yeah, they didn't show Cravens. They didn't. That and probably the you only a blood that I can remember that they showed. They showed a little bit with Craven's body. Yeah. Um, with some tasteful camera angles, and yeah. they showed a little bit of blood when Peter gets stabbed, and that's yeah. really kind of all they showed. It's not um, like it's not like the Clone Wars cartoon you, where Mar- Darth Maul's decapitating people and there's absolutely no blood. And you got to remember, even though this game's rated T, I'd imagine a lot of kids are playing this game too. Yeah, so, I understand. Uh, but look, Insomniac has said since the game has come out, they are heavily considering a Venom spinoff game. Ooh, so okay, give me Tony I'm Todd. Interested. Bring Tony Todd back. Give me the full game. I don't care who he's attached to. Give me an Insomniac-developed Venom game. I'm about it, baby. I want Insomniac to give me any type of open-world superhero game that they want. Yeah, I do feel like... I, I'm going to sound cliche, but I would love an Iron Man game, a Thor game, well, you like know, that. You know we're getting uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Now, I heard Wolverine's going to be more God of War style and That's less fine. free roam, which is also fine. Yeah, because Wolverine doesn't really run It would around. be weird to have an open world a game that Wolf, like Wolverine, an open world that big. Wolverine's not the type of like character that's roaming around looking for people to help. Exactly. He's like 
He's with the X Men. They're like, "Hey, we're taking the the Blackbird to this place. You, you you go with these these mutants, or or he's just roaming and doing his own thing." But um, Sami actually have done the Avengers game. Speaking of speaking of <laughs> yeah, speaking of other, um, I think they would have done. A I wanted to I wanted to mention that. you know something that uh, Ultimate Spider Man. It's a GameCube game. Yeah, that you get to play as Venom and you get to free roam a little bit and you get to play as Spider Man. And something that I really enjoyed in the Spider Man games, like Ultimate Spider Man and Web of Shadows and stuff like that, is that you get other Marvel characters in it. And we didn't really get that here. And you know, I thought they were going to do it this time. Yeah, me too. Because and there's also something I talked to you about with Will uh, in the first game. Was Daredevil in it? So his office is there, and Doctor Strange's building is there. Yeah. Wait, wait, was Daredevil in what? The game. Spider-Man 1? Spider-Man 2. No, no, no. Okay. He didn't show well, up. Well, I thought, I thought I had that spoiled for me because somebody said all the Easter eggs in Spider-Man and they showed like a digital version of Daredevil and I was like, oh, no, man, he's no, in he's, this game? Yeah, he's not there. Was in Photoshop. Yeah, that's a Photoshop. And also, there, like, there's the plaque on the building that says like Murdoch and uh, what's his name? Um, but none of them show up. And what's oh, really, no. like, you get a, you get that sticky note that says uh, that Wong cool. on it. But like, I know why they didn't. A lot of people are saying the same thing. It's like, okay, Avengers Towers right there. Where are the Avengers? I know like, why. Like this they didn't. symbiote. And I know it's licensing. It's licensing, and I I get that. But what was really fun about Ultimate Spider-Man and like licensing was for Marvel specifically was well, way loosey goosey back well, in the yeah, day because Disney didn't control. But it. like it was so fun because like the Human Torch would show up. He's like, hey, let's race oh, around sorry. the city. You got to beat me in a race just because I'm Johnny Blaze. I remember, and I'm a, I'm, didn't Spider-Man two have that too? Like, didn't the Spider-Man two for PS two? No, Did, didn't they have something? I thought they had something where like uh, another superhero shows up. Not in Spider-Man Two. Okay, no. but uh, there was like it's Web of Shadows. You straight up can rip Wolverine in half, like as Black Suit Spider-Man, uh, which is another thing. Uh, Black Suit Spider-Man was a d bag, but he didn't go full like he didn't go like Wolverine in half. Yeah, I'm a bad guy. Someone needs to stop me. I'm okay with that. Uh, and we'll talk about the story aspects of that. I'm okay with that. But um, I would have yeah. liked to have seen. I mean, look, it's New York. You know who's in New York all the time in, in Marvel Universe? The Punisher. Daredevil. That would have been uh, really cool to see. The Defenders. Freaking, I mean, freaking John da- Bernthal. Punisher. Danny Rand. Uh, freaking Iron Fist. Um, any of the Avengers. Captain America could have been there. Um, Iron Man could have showed up. Um, I, I blame that squarely on Disney. Oh, that's a thousand percent Disney's what it is. Fault. Because this is a Sony game, and Sony has the, the Spider-Man license. Yeah, the license for but Spider-Man, the thing, Spider-Man alone. The thing that sucks about it is, like, you don't really want to... I mean, apart from Spider-Verse movies, you don't want to see Spider-Man, Sony, like, like the Venom movie. It was okay. It wasn't like, well, I mean, then again, I don't know. MCU kind of sucks right now, doesn't it? It's weird. I mean, maybe I Dynasty not... of King won't be as what, bad. Are what... they even making that still? Well, they said they're thinking about doing Doctor Doom instead of King because the the actor thing, the actor got in trouble. Oh. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is, is that I would rather see in, you know Sony Studios make a Spider-Man game than Disney Studios make a Spider-Man game. You know, because yeah. you're gonna get 100. Yeah. Anyways, um... whatever. Like honestly, if Disney was smart, Disney would like. Try to buy Insomniac, yeah, and, and let them do it on Xbox, PlayStation, and yeah, PC. So some things I want to talk about. I almost uh, said Switch, and I was like, uh-uh. some some things I want to talk uh-uh. about mechanically before I forget is yeah. is that after I finish the game, and I mean of course, a game has to have an end. You oh, know, yeah. yeah, you can still swing around as Miles and Peter and just go do the random crimes. There's no reason to. You can start a new game, you can play all over again. But what I've liked to have seen is after you finish the game. To get like 
uh, a weather manipulation mode. That would've been cool. Where because there's that one mission where it's raining and you're swinging around. It looks so good. This game looks phenomenal. Like I know you had some performance issues. But oh like, yeah, I don't care, but like uh, it this still game looks was fantastic. man swinging around fidelity mode and performance mode. That yeah, game. They, I, you know, I have to wonder if maybe putting in performance mode would have made it better. I I prefer as... I prefer um, the, the performance mode because I, I just had yeah. to have a smooth frame rate. So maybe that. that's why I didn't have that many glitches. I mean, maybe that's why you didn't have that many glitches because you had a performance. Were mode. you playing fidelity the whole I time? Played, I played in fidelity mm. because well, I don't know. I gotta. I, I don't I'm gonna know. check it tonight. I, I'm gonna, I'm well, gonna, I'm fidelity to me. So my TV doesn't support like all the crazy things. Mm-hmm. So like uh, fidelity mode to me looked incredible. It yeah. just that thirty frame rate, 30, 30 frames per second. I'll, I'll give me sixty frame frame per second. It doesn't bother me that much, yeah. but man, this game looked incredible, dude. I don't I, I don't know, man. Like sixty frames versus thirty frames. I'm taking the sixty frames all the time. It just feels better. Because it just it just it like it's the gameplay like, feels a little better to it's me. It's like more pleasant to my eyes to yeah. see. The, the smooth motions as opposed to the to better I ones. would like to have it all. You yeah, know, but it's just, if I have to pick. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, would, I would like to see weather manipulation. I would like to have seen New Game Plus. That's something that, that was post-launch for the first game. Don't understand why it wasn't included with the launch of this one. And they are working on it. There is a patch coming out. It's going to be New Game Plus. So you can yeah. you know carry over all your uh, a million Spider-Man suits and play those from the, from the beginning. Um, Spider-Man suit selection was great. I I, I liked all the suits, um, except for when Miles shows up in the last mission wearing an abomination. I'm like, what are you wearing? He's like, oh man, I thought it was time for a Miles. Original. I'm gonna be honest. I, I was, did not hate it as much as everybody else did. I hate it. I did. Not I hate, hate it. it. He's got this like invincible head piece, like the like yeah, like the hair sticking out. I like that he I, did that. I didn't mind I, the color scheme. I didn't like the shoes. He, it was a big. I like that. I love, I like the shoes in the outside, but not those shoes. Give me the. Give me the. the maybe the not those shoes in particular. I gotta look at those shoes again. But I like. I saw how badly oh. everybody hated it. I did not hate it that much. I didn't think it was. I thought things. it was unique, and I thought it was unique for him because with him being a, a with him being like one of the rare black superheroes, it's actually very popular. You know, I thought it was really cool to see his unique hairstyle because you know that they have. You know. Did you get the Did you get the suit where um, it's got the Puerto Rican flag on it? No, dude, that's the suit you're you, you're basically explaining there. So. You know they got the okay. Pick. Okay, you have to understand. Well, so you know Miles is is He's is Puerto is, Rican and African American. Yeah. So the, the thing that's cool, the, there's a suit. I think you get it for doing all like the the university missions or something. I can't remember. You go back and they leave you a present, mm-hmm. and then when you get it, it's just it looks like the regular Miles Morales Spider Man suit, the black suit with the red webbing. But then on the chest piece, instead of the spider on the front, it comes down as the Puerto Rican flag on the collar down to the chest. That's dope. And but it looks like a regular spider, but like. It was a really cool suit. That is very cool. I just feel like if you want to represent the character a little bit more, I love his urban style. Like, Dude, I, the hoodies? Oh, my Dude, God. my favorite Spider-Man suit is the Spider-Man... Um, I like the Bodega Cat one. The end. Yeah, that was cool. That was really uh, cool. I like it. It's called like... The end. The end. I know what you're talking about. That he's got cool. the hood on. Oh, that one's cool, it's too. The, it's the 100% Brandon Spider-Man suit. Yep. He's got the camo pants. I he's got the boots tucked in. It. He's got the hood on. That's, I think that's my the favorite. Gloves. The end is my I wore, favorite. I wore it almost the entire game. Yes. But then I, I was I had him in that suit, and here he shows up. I'm like, oh! Take that off! <laughs> I did not tell you to change. It lo- I don't know. It just did not look like Yeah, it. no, I understand. It's not my favorite. <laughs> it's not as good as... It's not as good as the end. The, oh, my God. 
Miles Morales has some awesome suits. Like I, I think I have yeah. all of them except for that Puerto Rico one, which I'm going to get. But, that, but that's the thing. The thing, the issue is, is that like the Spider, the the Miles Morales suit selection is there's literally not a bad phenomenal. One. There's not a bad one in there, and if there is, you could probably change the color and make it look make even it better, better than already. Yeah. Like for example, there's that one that's kind of like a pink neon with black, and it has yeah. like the baggy pants portion, but the tight like a Spider Man kind of. Like spandex on top, dude. I think Miles Morales is my favorite Spider-Man now. Dude, there's so <laughs> many Spider-Man. So cool. many Spider-Man. Like, he's so. Of cool course, I'm a classic dude. Peter Parker, uh, but Peter Parker's story has been rehashed so many times. It's fresh to see. Miles yeah, you Morales. get you get the Uncle Ben, you get the the Mary Jane, you get the Gwen Stacy. It's over and over again. But Miles Morales is such an interesting character. I guess we should shift to the story. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, that was a good time to segue. So, long story short, this takes place right after Miles Morales and. Spider-Man One. Uh, I haven't played Miles Morales. I, need to play uh, I didn't either. I waited. I was trying to get the Ultimate Pack on PS5. It just never hit the price range I wanted it at. I know. Um, and and Miles Morales is a little shorter than Spider-Man One. Yeah, I feel like Spider-Man One DLC, and this game, Spider-Man Two, I feel like are the perfect length. So yeah. Um, but it, it picks up right after that, mm-hmm. and so it's like you got two Spider-Men, and they're trying to, you know, Miles is going to college. He's trying to balance his life. His was, trying to get into college. Yeah, he, he, he's trying to get into college. He's, he's graduating high school. He's trying to balance his life in between being a Spider-Man, uh, being a superhero, just a classic Peter Parker. Uh, and then you got Peter Parker trying to, you know, have a job, you know, and you know, um, Aunt May passed in the last game, and he's trying to work like. Pay the mortgage, which looked ridiculous. It's like four thousand dollars. New York, yeah, <laughs> this is New York. But anyway, that, that didn't surprise me at all. I was like, can't, dang, that's cheap for New he York. He can't keep a job because he's trying to you know, be a teacher, and then Sandman attacks, and they both leave. Can I tell you, Brandon, that the entire time I was playing through that opening mission, I had so much anxiety for Peter. I know, yeah. being like, like, how do you tell that? Like, like, how do you explain to like? In all honesty, and I know this is like a cardinal sin of Spider-Man, but I think anytime Peter Parker needs to go for a job and he's a tell him, look, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> well, that, but Spider-Man specifically is, uh, like, the old school Civil War, yeah. not the MCU Civil War, yeah. was about masks and identities and how these right. heroes needed to show their identities and all that stuff. Um, but with MCU, it was more the whole yeah. Bucky and... And, and, and I get that. That's cool. But, but I mean... Peter, Peter Parker specifically played a huge pivotal role in the whole, like... We have to be masked to protect yeah. the ones that we love, and and so him specifically, I understand why he doesn't do it. But no, 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 no. Okay, and and I understand but that. Also, and you don't need to advertise it to the world, but like a prospective employer, like like you know, they need to know, like, hey, if if stuff hits a fan, I gotta go. I'm Spider Man. Also, I feel like that he's principal friends, would have been like, he's friends okay. with Harry Osborn, who has all this money to make this giant thing. He's like, hey, why don't you come work? We can heal the world. I will give you a crazy good salary, and you never have to worry about working ever again. Exactly. Problem solved. Or Harry could just be like, I am so rich, I will just pay that house off for you, and all you gotta do is pay the utilities. Like, did Peter ever get paid for what he did? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Oh, God. I felt so bad for Peter, dude. But like, anyway, like, that like, oh. that motive, that whole story kind of, that motive for Peter kind of is weird for me. Yeah. But, um, long story short, long, long, long story short, it was no surprise who Venom was going to be because the post credit scene in uh, Spider-Man 1 was that Harry was sick and they show him in the tank with the symbiote. And they, they show that in the beginning of Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Harry has the symbiote and... He and Peter, he's trying to heal the world. They have this huge heal the, heal the world thing. And then events transpire. Peter's trying to balance his life. Miles trying to balance his life. Um, 
Craven finds out he's trying to get there uh, and hunt the Spider-Man and all these other heroes and villains. Uh, and villains because that's what he does. He hunts people and he's sick and he's he knows he's going to die and he wants to have his ultimate hunt. So he, he's invading the city. And then they go to the carnival and you know bad things happen. And Miles and Peter are kind of having this problem where they can't... Miles is trying to run away from his personal problems by being Spider-Man. Yeah. So he wants to go with Peter and Peter's like, I'm trying not to be Spider-Man. I'm trying to have my own personal life. So they have kind of opposites ends of the spectrum. Kind of creates this cool chemistry. But events transpire and Peter finds out that Harry has the powers of the symbiote and Harry finds out that he's Spider-Man and then all this crap happens and Harry wants to be a superhero with Peter. He wants to help heal the world the way yeah. he does. He becomes like uh, Agent Venom pretty yeah. much. Uh, and as time is going on, um, Craven catches up to Peter, stabs him, he's gonna die. Harry relinquishes the power onto Spider-Man. He gets the symbiote. That's how you get the black suit. Yep. Harry's starting to die because his sickness is taking on because uh, the and, suit was keeping him alive. And you're trying to find a way to get the suit off of you, and you can't do it, but also Peter's starting to kind of get that, like, ah, I like the suit, don't want to give it up, but then, you know, basically... Like Spider-Man I really like I really like the idea of Miles struggling with Martin Lee because he killed his dad. I love that. The struggle, it's kind of the classic, it's kind of the classic Uncle it. Ben scenario yeah. where it's like, you know... What would they really want you to do? They want you to be the better man. And then I like how I like the Martin Lee and Miles Morales kind of coming. You know, like he said, I'll never forgive you. That was but, beautiful. But you know, I don't have mm, to. Perfect. You know, I, I, what do you say exactly? Something like I'm gonna, he's going to let it go. Like he's never going to forgive him for what he did. But, but he's, he's not going to hate him for it. He's either. not going to hate him for right? So, But I love the idea of them using Martin Lee's specific power to get the black suit off of Spider-Man. I yep. thought that was a really that unique take dope. to get it off. So the classic ring of the bell and just rip it off. You yeah. know? I thought that was really cool. But once the symbiote gets back to Harry, who, you know, Peter brings it to him and says, ah, we can't put this back on you. It's going to turn you evil. We, I know what it's like. we got to get it off. And then Harry's kind of like, I need it to live. Or you want me to die? And then he breaks it and it gets on him and then he turns into... Venom. And that part was really cool. We are Venom. Dude, every time Tony Todd was on the voice work on, on Venom, uh, man, I was I was like a kid in a candy shop at that portion. But he's always he's always been Venom, right? Tony or, Todd? Or, no, Tony no, Todd. no, 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 no. Okay, so uh, Yeah, well, you know, actually Tom Hardy did the voice. I mean, it's, it, get, it goes through a lot of... Like well, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like... like, like but, but Tony Todd is freaking Candyman. Like, he's like the OG, like his... Go run, yeah. run and tell them all. You know, see, Venom in this one sounded like the Venom in the third one. I find, I find third one of what? Third Spider-Man, or did he not talk? The, the Tobey Maguire one? Yeah, did he uh, talk? Did, did Venom talk or not? Not much. And when he did, it was okay. it was just freaking right. <laughs> Topher Grace. Okay, is that right. But I mean, yes. I I recommend watching the Venom movies. They're okay. They're not bad. They're not like atrocious. They're just not. I'm not going to blow your mind or anything like that. But anyway, Venom is basically reading... It's a symbiote. It kind of shares a mind with Harry. And Harry's whole thing is he wants to heal the world, right? Yeah. And so the symbiote's like, well, the best way to do that is to infect the whole world. With kill the, everybody. With the, well, not even kill them. Yeah, just no, to I'm infect sure. them all because the symbiote makes you better in every way possible. Except he makes you look like a giant rampaging monster with a long tongue that bites people's heads off. Um, also, you have Norman Osborn who's like... Get that off of him! Don't kill him! You know, set, Don't kill him! Because set your phasers to stun! I love the fact that the, the that security... The, because it's so... It's so... And the security's like, screw it! Screw it! Take it down! 
it's so unreasonable to expect somebody in in a, like a life or death situation to say like, nope, I gotta follow the rules. He told me not to kill him. Yeah, was, and, and you know, I, I thought that was a neat touch for Insomniac to, to write that in and say, no, <laughs> it's setting them for stuns off the table. I, They're trying to kill me. We're, we're going to loop back to the Norman Osborn thing in a second, but basically he decides like halfway through the game or maybe three quarters of the way through the game, he's going to take over the city and get the symbiote into the water supply. It'll go global and then yep. he can take over the whole world. They should kind of show his vision when it happens. And I mean, he's, he's, he's not like absolutely wrong. He's pretty wrong. Yeah. He's not right, but like in the grand scheme of things, you know, like that's him. That's that's well. I mean, no, not really. Like the thing is, is that like in Venom's mind, he's like, well, we can heal the world. Nobody will be sick. Nobody will. Well, everyone will be strong. Everyone will just be a bunch of rampaging crazy monsters, and that's okay because we'll all be monsters. everybody else will be. Well, just that's I mean, fine. inevitably they'll probably have a food problem because they're going to eat everything. But whatever. Um, so. Anyway, I, I thought a funny thing about the Venom movie with Tom Hardy in it is yeah. that, you know, the symbiote likes to feed to get stronger, um, but Tom Hardy, uh, Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, has to witness it all. He's like, no, we're not going to eat people, you know, I don't want to be part of that. So the, he eats a lot of chocolate because it has a lot of the same chemicals that are found in the human brain, so I thought that was kind of a funny, unique touch. That is funny. <laughs> uh, so he's always wanting to eat chocolate everything. He's like, oh, let's eat, you know, uh, what does he say? Like, it's something really gross, but it's like a something in chocolate. He always wants chocolate. But anyway... Um, so basically Peter, Miles, and MJ have to team up and save the day and they do get the symbiote off of him. Um, and then Harry goes kind of into a coma and yeah. that's kind of where the game ends. You know, and the thing about this really aggravating to me, uh, is that, uh, at the end, Norman Osborn's like, what did you do? What did you do? What have you done to my son? Why couldn't Peter just be like, we had to get the symbiote off of him because, uh, I know, look, right? look around. Look around for a second. Did you not see what just happened in New York City? Like, we had to get it off of him? Or like, you What know, do you expect me to do? Like, you're lucky he's alive. Yeah, we saved his life. I hate... I Like, it totally took me out of the, the whole ending. I was like, is this really what they're doing? Because he's like, oh, I hate Spider-Man now because he killed my... He, I hate Spider-Man! My boy. But I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't earlier you just said, get the suit off of him, don't kill him, just get the suit? That's what they did! That's literally they just what got they the did. suit off him! Like, but why did look broke, but do you think he's if, not dead. Do you think if Peter just would have been like, hey, look, I know you're really upset with us and he's in bad condition, but we just got to, all we did was take the suit off of him. We had to. I mean, you didn't specify he couldn't if have we brain wouldn't have done this, If we wouldn't have done this, uh, the whole world would have been taken over by the yeah. symbiote because the Avengers aren't around because we don't have the budget for that in this game. I mean, I can understand if he was mad at me, you know, if you had said, like, hey, get the suit off of him, don't kill him, and don't let him have brain damage, I just you know, feel but like you didn't say that. You, you said, don't kill him, and I didn't kill him. You know, it's not my fault he had a little brain damage. I just feel like with the the... The mindset that Norman Osborn has had this entire game, just for him to be so irrational right there, yeah, totally took. Especially because the post-credit sequence, he's like going, he's like, "Oh, let's go kill Spider-Man," and obviously he's going to turn to Green Goblin in the next game. That was kind of dumb. But what's interesting, I, I, I that like, he went go consult Otto Octavius despite having that that huge rivalry with him. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen a better post-credit scene. Now, did you finish all the Flame mission? The Order of the not Order of the I Flame. I didn't. So there is a lot of setup with that. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, carnage. I did see. I did see that they found a symbiote. So the, the is that the last one? 
I think so. Yeah. Where oh, the, well, where, then that did finish. Where, where the guy's like, ah, yes, there, there's going to be carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you saw it. Yeah. So yeah, there's a setup with that where basically I thought there was more. No wonder he, they didn't have another one after that. I don't, after that. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do a DLC, be DLC, or if that's the next game because Carnage is kind of like that the would most be cool. One. That would be cool because I really like how Spider-Man One and Spider-Man Two, you know, had the bait and switch with the villains. Like Spider-Man One was all about Mister Negative, and then oh, here's Doc Ock, and then Spider-Man Two is all about Crazy. Oh, here's Venom. You know, so that I like really the way cool. that they did it, and and I don't know how they're gonna bring. I mean, I'm assuming that's gonna be Eddie Brock because they haven't introduced Eddie Brock in this one. But um, I like Insomniac's take on the Spider-Man. Stuff. Oh yeah, me I, don't, too. I want I want to get that out, make that very clear. I yeah. like how they're is Mister Negative a new. He character. was newer. I think he was newer. So he was in the comics, or he was like like Marvel came up with him. It wasn't. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I, I'm not sure if that if like the tie to Miles Morales is is um, like in his dad and him killing him and all that. I, yeah. I, I have no idea. Miles Morales. Uh, when I think his daddy's still alive in the Spider Verse movies. Huh? There, there's not a lot of until this game, till the Insomniac games. There's no like video game representation of Miles Morales really yeah. uh, in anything that's you know noteworthy at least right. at least in my eyes. Um, so a lot of my knowledge of these characters come from the video games and come from uh, like you know general osmosis through other things like maybe a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't read the comic books or anything, but um, I would have liked to have seen, of course, more Venom playable. Yeah. Um, but from a story perspective, uh, the big comparison right now is that like it seemed like it was more of a Peter story than it was a Miles story. I I slightly disagree with that. I feel like it was a good little blend. Yeah. The only thing is that like the big struggle for Miles was the Martin Lee stuff. Right. And it was vital for Martin Lee to save Peter. So after that happened, Miles was just kind of around. Yeah. Uh, but I like their reasoning for why they're not able to hook up and, and link up as much as they they want to. Miles yeah. wants to be Spider Man. Peter wants to do more Peter. Uh, you know, he, he wants less... Peter he, wants to be less Spider-Man, more Peter. Miles wants to be more Spider-Man, less Miles. And at the end, he's like, you're ready to be... You're ready to go and take it all on your own, right? And so, I guess the idea is that maybe... And, and the very end, whenever Miles is having dinner with his mom, I, that's a new character I know nothing about. Yeah, I have to look her it's up. It's a different... It's like Cindy they, Moon. They, like, mentioned Silk, her name. Silk Spider. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. They're like, this is my daughter, Sydney, and they, like, emphasize it. And I was just like... But here's the thing that's going to make me aggravated. It's, <laughs> not, it's not that I don't want to play as other spider, spider characters, but we're, we're at the point of the more interesting Peter Parker stuff. I'm always more interested in the older Peter Parker, like he is in uh, Spider-Verse, where it's like, you've got a seasoned, older, with kids Spider-Man who, like... Is trying to figure all that out, you know, yeah. um, and we are just getting to it, and now we don't have it. Now we're just mm-hmm. like, oh, we went through the whole, like, I mean, you weren't playing through the the whole Uncle Ben thing, yeah. you know, in, in the first Spider-Man. I just, I like the idea of an elder Spider-Man that you get to play as, yeah. who, I don't know, I, 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 I love Miles Morales Spider-Man. I think he's going to take a backseat in the next one. I think he is. I love I, Miles I really Morales Spider-Man, is. and I have no problem playing as yeah. him in the future I love because he's Miles, dude. he's great. He's awesome. Every time he's there, he's just a good guy. He's yeah. like you you want to hang out with this dude, right? Um, but I, don't, I have no idea who this other character is. I would have I would have for the sequel if they did it. 
I wanted to see like run around as Venom and have Venom specific side missions yeah. that you solve in a Venom way. That'd be uh, cool. But that's just me. I, I think it's it's a really good game. I and, and like I, I get who it was for, so I, I know why they did that. But like when they put emphasis on, they're like, like this is my daughter Emily. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, I think big Spider-Man fans. Were, yeah, they would know. I had to Google her. I, I had, had Google no Google idea who that out. was. Whenever you collect all the spider bots, and like, there's this rift that opens up, and it, it looks like the Spider-Verse movie. Which, dude, by the way, thank God there's no multiverse bullcrap in this game. I'm so tired of it. Um, Look, you didn't want uh, Willem Dafoe to show up. <laughs> well, I was gonna say earlier. I'm glad you said that. Actually, I almost uh, I, I, sent, I wanted to send you guys a snap of that final scene with. Uh, with Norman and Octavius at the raft, and I was gonna, I was gonna dub myself over it and go, "Bad news, Spider-Man." I like, I, I wanted to say earlier the whole Green Goblin transition. I really like the way that Sam Raimi Green Goblin turned into Green Goblin, where oh, it was yeah. like the struggle with the corporate bullcrap. Yeah. Anyway, uh, like, I like it when villains. I didn't, you can ra- like 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 relate to villains. I didn't understand. Um, the some of the references to like Spider-Man veterans, uh, which they probably ate it up. I, I, I had no idea. Um, but Steve, I know we're we're crossed over the two-hour mark. Can you give me a final score of this game and why you gave it that score? I give it an eight out of ten. Eight would, out of ten. It would have been. It would have been nine point five. Had it not been for the plethora of technical issues, I dang, think. a full one point five subtraction for the technical issues. Well, so and 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 uh, you know, I mean, honestly, it could have been a lot worse, and I and I understand that. But like, um, sometimes uh, there was at least one time where the game crashed, and I was just like, I'm done. I- I'm I'm just frustrated. Really, I can't. And 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 luckily for me, thank God, it did not make me. Have to go through. It's so pretty much. pretty generous with the checkpoints, I'd imagine. Yeah. And Did I'm you play on standard difficulty? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I just play whatever it def- defaulted well, to. I might have done a little. I don't know. I've done. I've done the hardest one available. I don't know. I, I, I just did the default. Like that. That's usually what I pick. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I don't want it to be too easy, but I don't want it to. I don't want to throw myself against the wall. For no, five minutes. no. No. I will say this though. There were some times where I felt like I was taking an unreasonably high amount of damage. I do feel like uh, I forgot to mention earlier the crossbows. The, I, I, oh, the stealth, the stealth gameplay. Um, if I was Peter, I'd have killed the crossbow just, people. I just feel like um, the stealth gameplay was. It's like if you're playing as Peter and doing stealth, which I never did because once I got the symbiote suit, I just went full rampage mode. Because I tried why? To. Why would you not? Exactly. Um, but those, the symbiote powers are crazy overpowered, especially like whenever you you, you do symbiote surge and you just do all your abilities and like you're just KOing people. Yeah. Like so. Peter was like my loud, and then anytime I was playing as Miles, I was doing stealth and like tripping people up in the the the, the uh, what's yeah. it called the uh, where you I can shoot the, the webs across. I forget yeah, yeah. what they're called. Yeah, I tried to do stealth, um, just out of convenience. I did it on both characters. See, I found myself playing as Miles more because I liked. Um, well, he just had more utility. It's not, even, it's not even the. It's not even that. For, man. for like the I first just, quarter of the game, he has more utility. I agree. I, I agree with you there, but that that really didn't factor into my decision. I just I liked Miles a little more, just because like I relate to Peter more. But like I don't know, like it was just something like something about Miles' character that he I does just have really, cooler powers. Oh, like yeah. he's got the electric, suits, he's got the electric, electric power. Better. He's got the invisibility yeah. power. His suits look so. Much so better. I've been teetering on my score. I've been thinking about um, for the longest time. I was thinking eight point five. I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think it's. I think eight's too low. 
Uh, but I actually think I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. Because I really enjoyed the length of this game. I feel like it was the perfect length for a single-player game. Uh, I didn't feel like I was, you know, nothing felt tedious to me. I didn't feel like anything was dragging on. I feel like it was paced really well. Yeah. I have some gripes with the story. I feel like some of the stuff was just kind of lazy writing. But, yeah. I mean, it is kind of like comic booky, And yeah, some of those stories you... with comic books go all over the freaking place. All over the place. I really, 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 and, and this is just old school Brandon talking here. I really wanted to see some more Marvel characters outside the Spider-Verse representation. Just to see them in town, just to kind of expand the universe a little bit. Yeah. Um, just like I said, like that. Uh, well, I mean, if they got the license to Wolverine, we could have seen Wolverine. Well, that, like in there. the Human Torch thing I mentioned earlier, something that really pops out in my head. I just remember vividly racing the the, yeah. the Human Torch through New York and Ultimate Spider-Man. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, or, or ripping Wolverine in half in Web of Shadows. <laughs> um, and you don't have to do that. You can you had a choice in that, but yeah. that's and also I feel like they could have pushed. Uh, Dark Peter a little further into being like, like it's almost like they stopped him from getting to his worst, which is okay. But when I think Black Suit Spider Man, I think like total like disregard for the rules. Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna give it a nine. I think it's I think it's a really That's good fair. game. I think this is a must own game if you have a PlayStation Without Five. A I think Without you need to play this. I game. think people need to consider getting a PlayStation Five just to play it. And I have a, I have a very good feeling that they're gonna be. Uh, supporting this game with some kind of DLC because uh, they had they had quite a bit of DLC for yeah. the first one. And, will... and if, they, if they do like a Miles Morales style expansion with a different character, mm-hmm. uh, here well, comes I'm... that Emily Moon girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think if Peter Parker wasn't in the next game, I'd probably be a little upset. Yeah, but, um, I think he's gonna be in it. I just don't think he's gonna be playable. Uh, I don't know. I, I know. I, I would be very disappointed. I think it would be cool to do like Grand Theft Auto Six with three Spider Men. Three, to, to I mean, Resident Five. You mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even think they really need to do. I think they, they just make Miles the Spider-Man, just him, and I'd be fine. That'd be cool. I'd be cool if it was just Miles. Maybe cool. an older, young adult Miles. Yeah, college right? Miles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, not even maybe not even college. Maybe just like put him in the place that Peter is now. I think that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Um, or a college age is what I mean. Yeah, but uh, I will say this: the strongest. The strongest characteristic of this game was just how beautiful and how big and how open the world felt. And the fact that I was not tempted to... I didn't even think about fast travel. I didn't even know fast travel was in the game. I didn't oh, the new traversal, dude. The, the new traversal element. So wonderful. Being able to do just like the, around the, the loop-de-loop and shoot yeah. way high. and then Like that was... Fun do do the, L, the L1, X, L1 triangle blast into the glider, and yep. then you just... I mean, you can get across that map in no time. Exactly. But, it's fun. It feels good. It just even, does something to my brain. A little spider gets yeah, in there and massages exactly. my brain in a exactly. good way. And even if it wasn't as fast as it was, it did not feel tedious. It didn't feel like a chore. And then the way they have the, the activity spread out, it's like you... you Constantly, you're seeing something to engage with. Yeah, uh, like, oh, here's a crime. Let me go take care of that. Like, I platinum that game stress free. I thought it, like, I, I, I the, the last platinum, I mean, the last trophy I had to get was um, the spider bots. Just because yeah. I, there's like 100 of them or something. I can't remember. And they're not on the map, so you have to, like, yeah, yeah. And you just have to kind of find them pinging. Yeah. Uh, but that's the show. It's a great game. Yeah. I know we didn't, ha- we, I could keep talking. I mean, we probably missed out on some stuff. Yeah. Um, Jacob's probably like, you didn't talk about this part! Um, Jacob will have his chance next time. Yeah. Uh, Steve, 
You can share this show. That's the best way to support us. We're on YouTube.com slash Little Jolly Gamer Show. We're on TikTok, Little Jolly Gamer Show on TikTok. But the best way you can support us is the free way, by sharing it with people. Steve, who are you going to share this show with? I'm going to share it with the next random salesman that comes to my door. Oh, nice. I had a guy knock on my door trying to sell me gutters. Oh. Yeah. You have gutters? No. No, I mean, no, no the houses in the neighborhood, dude. Apparently, that's like a new thing. Uh, not put gutters on yeah. houses. Mm. Dude, I guess I, I have seriously been considering getting a no soliciting sign for my front door. I just hate it. I, hate I want to get one, too. I just hate people knocking on my door. When I get home, I just don't want to be like... Anyway, I'm going to share the show with... The radio host. The f- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. That's the show. I'm Brandon. I'm Steve. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.